Yo, 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 this is Cam. This is Greg, and you're listening to The City of Savages Podcast. Where we talk about getting after your dreams after work. Where are you doing from five to nine? Let's go. Let's get it. When I say I don't want to work, I mean, I don't want to get up to an alarm clock every morning, get dressed, and go work for the government or for the man, someone else making money for them. Welcome back to the Real Play Podcast. It's Ebony. And this is your girl, Sierra. And today we're doing a crossover episode with the City of Savages. So we hope you enjoy this, um, all these uh, conversations we're about to have today. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Yo, guys, uh, this is Cam. It's your boy, Greg, man. You already know what it is. And we are the City of Savages Podcast. Super excited to be on with you guys today. This should be fun. We're excited to have you. But before we get started, I need to know this. Okay. Yeah. All right. Team Android or Team iPhone? Oh, Team iPhone. Is that a question? (laughs) I need to get up off of here. I ain't got no allies. Okay. I just wanted to know. I just wanted to know. It's Team Android. It's 301 already. It is. But you know what? I can hold it down by myself. Word. I like that. All right, well, let's go ahead and jump into the episode. I was just curious. Well, I just know that if we were recording from our phones, it would have to be one of us three because that Android (laughs) joint. That's fired. When you you send, let me ask you a question. When you send videos, does it still send the grainy joint to the iPhones? First of all, hold up. (laughs) I send them on WhatsApp so it looks good. Mm, Okay. Okay. See, see, I don't use the with the droid, you got to be like a hacker. You got to like figure out how to get around stuff with the droid. That's what I don't like about it. iPhone simple. Just do simple stuff. Right. So you're like, oh, send me this video. Send me a picture on WhatsApp. I'm like, yeah, send it on. That's the only reason why I even have the app is because it's here. You can send it. You can send it on um, WhatsApp or Instagram and it'll be fine. Mm. Okay. Or or um, Facebook. Gotcha. Anything else outside of regular text message. Um, I'm actually with my Android. I use a text message app called Message Plus, and that could be part of it. It's not re- the regular text message. Um, okay. But anyways, you're pleading our case. Just FYI. Yeah. That's why For y'all sure. screens yeah, break all the time. I was gonna I was <laughs> gonna try <laughs> to jump in and help you out. See what? Um, yeah, it's Greg. Yeah. Didn't we? Haven't no. we bonded over these past couple weeks? No help. I mean, we we've been there. That's why I was like, I was trying to have your back a little bit, but. It's number just, okay it's team apple over here for real you know i saying? am on a, i'm on a mac right now though i say that okay okay oh, okay that's a, well that's hey, a start i'll give you i'll give you point hey two points two points for the macbook thank you <laughs> <laughs> word so so where y'all want to start at that's what i want to know yeah <clears throat> let's get right into it man i mean i'm excited yeah i'm excited too so I, I did mean, ask this question. I want to ask you, and you probably don't remember. I asked Greg this random question before we started the podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you remember me from your anatomy class? You asking me? Do I remember yes. you from my anatomy class? Oh. No. No. <laughs> I was about to say, I want some juicy, like, details of what Ebony used to be like. And you don't... I, you don't remember I'm going to be real. 
I'm gonna be real with you. I don't remember. There's only one person that I remember from anatomy, and that's because I used to sit next to her, and I don't remember nobody else that was in my anatomy class because I used to miss lab all the time. And it like, was hard. What was it, your it was, professor's name? Uh, I don't even remember. To be honest with you, I have no idea. I, I must have been a nerd my freshman year because he was Dr. Peters. And I remember because he was a heart surgeon and I was like, crap, mm. to take a, a anatomy class with a heart surgeon, it was hard. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah that's how I remember. But yeah, I knew you guys, I didn't know you guys then anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. But, anatomy was a blur for me because I was just like, I would be so overwhelmed every day with like all the information. I'm like, what? Like right. <laughs> we have 200, 300 question tests. It yeah. was crazy. People don't believe yeah. me when I tell them like, you know, CSU was expensive but it gave me a quality education because i had to work for my degree yeah for sure for sure so all of you guys the reason why we're collabing our podcast right now is because the three of you knew each other or known of each other and went to the same school and yeah. you guys kind of are starting off with the podcast we're almost one year in in march That's so awesome. we're still Yo, starting congrats. Off. thank congrats. you yeah. but we're collaborating because of the the bond that you guys already for sure you guys already have so that's cool it's uh yeah 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 so we you know we we're all we're mutual friends so to speak so um i got introduced to ebony through one of our frat brothers pat um so you know ebony's always been kind of you know cool since then and so i mean we've known each other now it's, it, i mean well we finished school well i finished school 2009 so it's been at least awesome. what 11 12 years since i've known you yeah, yeah, and we, we, we right. mutual friends. We hung out, same people, yeah. same areas, same exactly, party. Exactly. Used to get in all the parties. Exactly. <laughs> so that's cool how everything right. comes back together and we're all doing the same thing, trying to mm -hmm. get out there, get our podcasts rolling, get our our thoughts out there in the world, the voices clearing all the, what was it, Ebony? Yeah. Oh my clearing God. All, clearing all the noise. Mm -hmm. that's out there so we've got positive podcasts so yeah for sure absolutely so, so you know uh, oh go, go ahead. ahead no go ahead all Jinx. right so you know <laughs> yeah, i know right <laughs> so my, you know my whole my whole thought about this is with this crossover episode you know you got two you got two guys over here you know city savage city of savages and then the real play we got two two women right so mm -hmm. i think that this is there, there's some great conversations to be had. So I know there's some things on y'all's mind that you want to have some good conversations, you know, with a couple of men with, and uh, you know, we got a couple of things in our mind that we want to have good conversation with as well. So, you know, that's kind of what my, my thought is uh, of how this is going to go. And uh, I'm just excited for, you know, I'm excited to talk to you all. And, I'm, and I hope the, uh, the audience is, I'm excited to, for them to hear what we're going to talk about in some of these, these conversations. Right. I, so, I echo that. Cameron, I echo that. That's all I was like. <laughs> Ditto. Pretty, much covered, pretty much covered it for me. Um, that's literally uh, how I was looking at it as well. And so, you know, just like I said, I'm excited, man. This is this is dope. I'm happy that we have the opportunity to do this. Um, just to your point, yeah. Sierra, everything comes full circle. You know, um, you never. You, sometimes you don't expect it to, but it does. So, yeah. um, it's it's just it's dope, man. So, just like uh, Cam said, man, we hope you guys enjoy it because we uh, we're happy to bring it to you. 
So one of the first topics that I want to talk about, and it's not necessarily um, men versus women or that kind of topic, but since we've known each other um, for a long time, I want to talk about like editing your life. Like if you could go back and say, man, like, you know, take yourself who you were in college and then who you are now. Like, did you expect to be this person or how did you envision your life? Because I think actually to, I said this won't be men versus women, but I think men view their life a certain way and mm -hmm. women view their life a different way. So what did you expect your life to look like at this point? Oh man, I'll start with that. So, you know, my life is nothing the way that I envisioned it to be, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and I think most people probably feel that way. So I'll be like candid. When I was in college, you know, you had this this perfect picture of what life is going to be like, right? So first of all, you thinking that because, you know, I, I don't know um, y'all's experience or y'all's background, but you know, for us, we didn't. Our, we're not we're not coming from like a lineage of people who went to college and have been su super successful, right? So it's yeah. like we're thinking that you know I just need to get if I get this degree you know, and I do the right things, I'm going to get a job out of college, I'm going to move up in the ranks in the corporate world, you know, we're going to be successful, it's going to be the American dream, and things don't necessarily work out that way, especially when you graduate school in 2009, when, like, it's a major recession going on, right? Somebody lied um, to us. <laughs> exactly, super <laughs> lied. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I always had this vision, I mean, I'm in college, you know, you know, we dating and stuff, so you think that, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be married while I'm 25 years old, I'm going to have, we're going to start having kids, I'm had this great life we're gonna have houses and nice cars and all of this stuff right so um no I mean I don't my life is nothing like I thought it would be I thought I would be working in corporate world and I'm not I'm working primarily in the military um like I said I thought I'd be married I'm not so I mean things is are a lot different than how I initially envisioned it when I went to college you know so how y'all feel about that which I where y'all at with it I mean I I'll, I'll say for me my life is first of all the thoughts that I had that my life would be, I thought I was going to be married before, after 21, before 25, for some odd reason, I thought that, um, to your point, first generation going to college, I thought I got my degree, my life just changed, I make all of this money, I have this uh, office in a, like, 20 story building, right, right. team of people <laughs> and directing people telling me to go get my coffee. And yeah. my life is not anywhere how I dreamed it to be. Um, but I think that life takes twists and turns for a reason. Um, oh, yeah. I'm not uh, unhappy at this point. I feel like, you know, had I got all the things that I thought I wanted at that point, I wouldn't really have anything to work towards. So mm -hmm. kind of happy. I mean, I work in IT. Um, I'm learning a lot of stuff about that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I know some things I would change, but it's, it's, it's a good life. I guess we do, um, that's dope, but I guess we do men, um, <laughs> men and women. Um, so man, I don't know. I don't even know where to start y'all. Cause, um, me and Cam, like we, we, we like, we close, but at the same time, like we live two different lives. Cause I am married and I was married at 25, um, uh, and uh, I didn't expect it. Um, and I think a lot, first of all, let me put it out there too, because a lot of people ask me like, man, you, you were mad at 25? And it's like, was you ready? Absolutely. Um, absolutely. But it's like, I don't think you're ready for what life throws at you after marriage and trying to just, you know, um, 
build up in the corporate world because I've been in corporate America for probably about, you know, 12 years now. And you just don't expect certain things to happen. I mean, I have, you know, a beautiful family, beautiful wife, two kids, and, you know, uh, it's, it's amazing. But Ebony, to your point, men do think about status. And when it comes to like what, what your status is, what your title is, and different mm-hmm. things of that sort. So um, thinking about, you know, my life and where it is now, it is nothing compared to like what I was thinking like in college and, you know, before college and afterwards. Um, I just, you know, it's like life can take you through so many different twists and turns uh, yeah. that you that you don't expect. Um, and so, you know, um, but we can get into a little bit, but that's, it's, it's not what I expected, but I do live, you know, I've, I, I have a lot of blessings that I'm thankful for a beautiful family, but it, it does have its, you know, um, you know, bumps and bruises and different trials that you kind of go through. So, yeah. Well, what's interesting to me is you said you were ready at 25. Like, <clears throat> I feel like I said I wanted to be married between 21 and 25. Now, would I have been ready? I probably would have been in shock had I got married at 25. I don't think. Yeah. Same. <laughs> so, so to that, to that point, um, when I was, when I was growing up, man, I was thankful enough to have, you know, great parents. And um, my pops always told me, he was like, yo, make sure you, make sure you find out financially stable, you know, before you, before you get married or before you decide that, you know, you're going to marry a woman and start a family and have kids and all this other stuff. Like just make sure you're financially stable. You got your ducks in a row and all of that. And um, when I uh, proposed, I did not feel like I was financially stable, but um, you know, me and my then girlfriend, um, before I proposed, you know, I just knew that, you know, I, I prayed about it and I was like, yo, can you really like see yourself like living without her? And so once I, and once the answer to that was no, then I was like, okay, I'm good. Because I really feel like it was, uh, for me, um, it was hard to try to, you know, say like I'm financially stable because I really didn't feel like it, you know, we like we what, um, for, you know I mean, like, like fresh out of college, basically. I mean, we're in our mid, you know, mid twenties and we're having fun. We're still experiencing certain things. We're still finding finding out about self, like, you know, um, 33 years old now, and I'm still finding out, you know, self, you know, still, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like you're discovering something new about yourself every day. Anyway, long story short, um, it's, it's about the person, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's no perfect time for anything. You know, like there, everyone can say like, it's a perfect time to have kids and it's a perfect time to do this and do that. But really what it can't, what it boiled down to was like, can you see yourself live without this person? I asked myself that at the time, definitely, you know what I'm saying? The answer was, you know, no, like you, I can't see myself live without her. And so that was, that was it for me. Like, you're going to make it happen. You're going to make it work regardless of the situation. Like don't make excuses like, oh, you don't have enough money set aside or you don't have, you know, $20,000 set in your savings account. You know what I'm saying? To save up for a house. You know what I mean? If, if you have communicate with her and you tell her and you honest with her about where you at in life and she good with you and you know, you good with her and both of y'all it's the communication piece. Right. But mm-hmm. literally it's about the person. So I give credit to her um, and, and to God, like that was the decision for me. Like I told the guy first and then I talked to her, and I was like, okay, as long as we good, I'm good. Um, I know everyone doesn't have that, but when I say I'm ready, like it was, it was based on her because if it was anybody else, I can't say the same thing. I can't say that I'll be ready. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. 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 You That's said it. a bar. I'm about to say, your, yeah. I feel like 
<laughs> you really <laughs> dropped some gems there. Yeah, and for I sure, like for sure. One of the things that you said that I feel like a lot of guys now struggle with is they want to be not even just financially stable. Like they want to mm -hmm. make sure their life is perfect before right. they get married or before they propose. And little do they know, like, we don't really need you to have it. We don't even expect you to have everything together, like mm. completely together. Right. We're willing to accept you as you are and we can continue to live this life and grow and learn together. So the fact that you knew enough to like, hey, I don't want to be without her. I'm getting myself together. I'm going to communicate with her where I'm at. If she's good, I'm good. Like that's, fellas, if you're listening, <laughs> refine what he just said and listen to it again. You don't have to have it all together. Hey, but you know what? And and, and that's true. Hold up, hold up, you do hold up. like, yeah, you do I was have about to have some, but you don't like guys feel a lot of them say, well, I want to have, I want to make this amount of money. I want to have this house. I want to have that. They want to have it all. Like they want their life to be mm -hmm. perfect. And then they propose. And right. I think there's a difference between having it perfect and proposing and then, and being on your way to it and really going in that direction. Yeah. You don't have to have it all the way set. Yeah, I mean, I just I just want to touch on that, like to Ebony's point, you do have to have it some, you know, somewhat together. Like, you know, I do, you know, I, I don't want to make this like, you know, or I, I I believe I'm a modest person, so I don't want it to sound any kind of way. But um, I do pride myself on being ambitious and, you know, just continue to be driven. Like, I feel like my, you know, wife didn't see, you know, ambition in me or drive into wanting to be better, then she might not say, you know, yes, or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? As far as me asking her to marry me, she like, you know what, nah, like, you know, I see, you know, certain potential in you, but if you're not continuing to build toward that, then nah, like this, this can't go anywhere and stuff. And I don't want to paint a picture for people out there listening that, you know, um, you know, I, I stand by what I said that there isn't a perfect time, but at the same time, we worked really hard to get to where we are now. Like um, within the past, you know, we're going on eight years of marriage this year, guys. And um, it's it's been a lot. We've dealt with a lot. We were both in school while still raising two infants, which I don't suggest to anyone. Like, I, I, don't, I don't recommend anyone do that. Not even my worst enemy, because, you know, you just go through certain, so many different things. And we can, you know, we can definitely talk about that later. But Basically, what I'm saying is um, it, it's hard work uh, if you do take that route. And, you know, if, like I said, as long as you communicate with the person, you guys are on the same page. I think that's the biggest, you know, biggest key to just being on the same page with who, you know, whoever it is, um, whoever your, your life partner is, just being on that same page with them and communicating. That's the biggest key. But let me just tell you, it's hard freaking work, like for real. So, um, but, you know, like, there's it's different strokes for different folks so everything isn't for everybody so yeah so um oh go ahead go ahead well i was just gonna go back to the original question yeah. <laughs> oh yeah go ahead <laughs> i was the last person to answer it and mine's really going to be a real quick answer so i really didn't have this full vision of what my life was going to look like um I did want to have a good job, kind of wanted to, I wanted to work for the NBA, um, the National Basketball Association, just to clear that up. I wanted to work for them. <laughs> huh? So you didn't have to clear it up, it made sense. 
Or Enix. <laughs> yeah, I think N- we, we N- out. M- you know, my my enunciation may have been off, you know, saying so. I wanted to work for the MBA CARES program. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to go to college. I did. I went to the same college as my dad. Um, but as far as like this life of when I'm going to get married, when I'm going to have kids, when I'm going to do that, definitely thought it would be before 35, but I didn't really have any idea of when it would happen. 35 mm-hmm. now. Meh. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and we'll just see where life takes me. But I didn't really, I never really sat down and completely thought about it, which is probably bad, but I never really did. Cause I just knew like whatever direction I was going to go, like it was going to be in the right direction. And I was just going to kind of let myself go that way. I knew I had to go to school. That's one thing. Like my parents weren't playing. So I knew I had to go to school, but other than that, I didn't really have much. And I'm working for the government and everyone's like, Oh, Oh, you got a good job. Yeah, but it's boring. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so right. it's like I'm living Listen. their dream, but I'm like, mm, what's next? I mean, yeah, I think yeah. it's important to have a plan, but I also think it's important not to rest on it. I mean, three out of the four of us said, you know, we had a plan, a goal, a dream, and none of it happened, right? Or maybe some mm. of it happened, but um, it wasn't what we initially thought. So right. I think always important to kind of assess where you are I feel like I assess myself at least when my birthday hit for the year I go and I'm like oh uh did I like this or I mean did I like my attitude this year did I like the people Mm -hmm. around me um what do I want to change how do I want to be better things like that so okay that's a good thing to do I like that Evan yeah very I like that I don't do that but I might have to implement that (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I like that. No. That's what, that's what I do. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I think that, it, like you said, I mean, it's great to have a plan. But what I've kind of learned over the years is that, um, you know, these things happen uh, that are that seem coincidental, but I think that it, it's meant to happen that way. You know, right. so even though things don't always happen the way that we want them to, sometimes better things happen than what we initially planned. So. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't get too caught up in, you know, that's not the plan. That's not the plan uh, because you just got to be able to pivot and learn as you go. And then you kind of figure out your way. I agree. And sometimes our yeah. dreams are just like minor, exactly. very yeah. small. We right. can't yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's facts. That's definitely facts. So, I, you know, I'm thinking about the topic that we were just discussing coming you know we we all talking about marriage and things like that and you know one thing i was thinking about is from y'all's perspective talking to the women now how how do you feel about a a super ambitious man like i want to know does a does a woman really want a man who is super ambitious and when i say that i'm talking about somebody who's you know doing three four five ten things you know, and really hustling and, and they're working, they might go leave out in the morning, five, you know, five, six a.m. and you don't see them again until, you know, eight, nine, 10 at night because they just putting in work daily, daily, daily. Is that something that, how, how do y'all feel about that as, as women? You want me to answer first? Go ahead. <laughs> I personally want an ambitious man because I feel like I'm ambitious and um, guys that I've tried to talk to that I feel like lack ambition is just like, you just ruin it for me. Like I can't, once I find that out, communication just ceased, right? Mm -hmm. Um, However, I feel like there's a time and a place. 
So we can run yeah. together. We can be ambitious together. But, you know, three, five years, 10 years of that, at a certain point, we, we have to cut it off because we can't sustain. We both can't be, you know, running at the same time. We, I might have to mm-hmm. run a little bit, hand you the baton, and then you you run. It's, it, I feel like a relationship works well when you're younger and you can do that. But once you get older and you start to have kids, it, it probably mm-hmm. will be a wear and tear on your relationship. I think I was in a clubhouse um, room where they were talking about something that I didn't realize. I say I want a super ambitious man, but you also don't know what will come along with that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, to mm-hmm. Kim's point, he probably won't be home. He probably will miss um, birthdays and um, anniversaries and all these things because, you know, money comes first, right? And so it's a give and a take. I don't know. I say yes, then I say no. So that's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it because, you know, it's, it's honest. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. And to your point, it's like give and take. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say being ambitious is definitely sexy. We do want that. We want to see that drive. But I don't want anything, anybody super anything. Mm. Super ambitious, super romantic, super caring. The super word, I don't want that. I don't want that extra level where it almost seems as though it becomes like their life. Mm. And That's so yeah. I want you to be ambitious. I want you to 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 drive our family. And that will help push me and drive and we'll push each other. But mm. I don't really want someone who's going to be out away from the house 15 hours a day coming in exhausted because then when are we going to have time for us? So hopefully we can build early on in the relationship and do stuff together to later on, you can bring back some of that ambition and that money can be coming in while we're sleeping and you don't feel like you have to hustle as hard. So anything with super is not going to work for me, but be ambitious like that, (laughs) that right there, that's the secret sauce. Mm. One of the, one of the secret sauces, there's multiples, but you know, yeah, that's yeah. that max sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I like that though, because I don't, I don't think I've ever really heard that. What you, you know, to um, what stood out to me that you said, as far as like, not that super word, because um, what that illustrates to me is just like, just being balanced, you know what I'm saying? Not being mm-hmm. like, just tipping the scale too much as far as like being, you know, too romantic or too ambitious or something like that. Just really have some balance about yourself and being able to just, you know, try to figure out how to, you know, balance everything and not lean, you know, or tip the scale too far, right? Um, yeah. you know, in, in a different direction. So that's a good. See, yeah. you know, being it, you can still be super, but just ambitious, right? I mean, because I'm ambitious, but sometimes I even have to talk to myself, like, I don't know how to cut it off. Like, go to work all day, maybe do something for the podcast, do something else. Even sometimes, um, when I, I watch movies, it's a documentary, something educational, and I have to be like, all right, dial it back. You can mm. you can relax now, right? So yeah. um, I don't know. I guess it depends on the person. Yeah, it's, it's definitely sorry, the person. I think for me, I just, I attach a negative connotation to super in that way. I mm. just think of it as a negative thing. Like you're doing too much obsessive. Yeah. That's why mm. I don't like it in my head. But if it's like a super like, yeah, I'm really good at what I'm doing and I'm going to do it a lot because I like it super, then that makes sense if it's building you up. But I just don't like that. Yeah. 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 You said a word 
I was thinking about um, what you meant by that obsessive, you know, being obsessive, that could be, that could bring something over the top. So no matter what, no matter what mm -hmm. it is. Right. So yeah, I think that's the, that's the key. So you don't want to be obsessive. You want to have that balance like Greg was saying. Right. Or, um, or... Do men like super ambitious women though? Hmm. You going to take <laughs> this one first? <laughs> yeah. Um, no. And just I want to say so, <laughs> and, and, that, and not to say not to say that men, and I guess I can't really speak for all men, but I would say probably most men think the same way I do. Um, not super ambitious, but definitely ambitious. So uh, we don't want somebody that's sitting around a house and they're not doing anything with their life. They're just sitting around watching Netflix all day. Nobody, nobody wants that. Now you want somebody that's, uh, that's, you know, kind of on their shit, they on their grind, excuse me for the language, but they on their stuff, they on their grind and, you know, they have goals and dreams. Right. Uh, but at the same time, I, me personally, I want somebody to that, that can, again, we, we have a relationship and we're able to do things together. Right. So, you know, like you're saying, Sarah, you don't, you don't want somebody that's out of the house 15 hours a day. Right. So when, when are we going to have that time together? So you want, you want the ambition, like, all right, what are you doing? Are you going to do something in your career? You know, uh, what are you doing to better your life and better our life together? Right. But you don't want somebody that's over the top with it or obsessive on that end. So that's where I'm at with it. Um, yeah, I agree. I want to echo that again. <laughs> Ditto. Uh, yeah. Uh, not nah, um, at first, Cam. Honestly, I was about to disagree with you, but after you broke it down, I um, um, I can't speak for all men either, um, but I can speak for me, and um, I agree with Cam. We want you ambitious, but not super ambitious and over the top. I just feel like anyone, whether male or female, can just you know we can get to a point where we can get too busy and we need to dial it back some. Um, but for, I, I just feel like from, you know, as far as men and what men want, we do, we don't want some, we just don't want anyone lazy, but at the same time, we don't want you like gone, you know, all the time. Or if you like super busy, so busy where you don't have time for family, like, no, that's not, that's not attractive. Like, you know, you need yeah. to have time for not only family, but have time for yourself. You know, you can get so busy or get so worked up where you don't mm -hmm. have time to be self first, like, yeah. you know, um, being ambitious is one thing, but especially as a woman, like you have to, sometimes you have, I have to remind my wife, like, hey, before you're a wife, before you're a mom, before you're a nurse, you're a woman first. You know what I'm saying? Like, remember, mm -hmm. like you're a woman. And then like, I think that brings it back. So, you know, not being, not being lazy, but at the same time, not, not being over the top with it. So I think that most men can agree to that or attest to that. Yeah, for sure. Balance. Balance is hard. Mm -hmm. Balance is not always 50-50. Yeah. Like 80-20. Yeah, that's true. Very true. That's a good point, too. <laughs> yeah, no, really. So Speaking of balance, I have a uh, real quick question. It kind of kind of same. So, like, if she's ambitious, she's out there, she's working, you at home. I mean, you come home. You want to come home to a, <laughs> a meal, right? True? Y'all want to mm. eat at night? So yeah, yeah. my question goes into, okay, so she's working. How, is it a fake me out if, 
<laughs> not her her whole meal is not completely home cooked. Like say she just decides she wants to go somewhere, pick up a few things, pre-made, maybe put the lasagna in her own, from the freezer into her own little thing and make it look like she did mm. it. Like, is that a bad thing? If we take if the woman takes the shortcuts, do y'all look at her no. like, yo, sis, you ain't really in the kitchen cooking? Nah, nah, man. Let me let me take yeah, this one first. Okay. Let me, let me have, it. <laughs> let me have it. Let me have this. Go ahead. Um, no, nah, because you know I I can speak on you know uh, being with a woman who who works hard and is hardworking and works long hours. You know what I'm saying. Um, uh, I think that women appreciate effort. Whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship, women appreciate effort, right? Men appreciate that shit too. Like, let me. I mean. Can, can we cuss? I'm sorry. I just, you know, to be, I'm like sorry. I'm, yeah, but no. Nah, um, <laughs> men appreciate that too. You know what I'm saying? Like jokes aside and like, you know, it's like um, if I got something to eat, whether it's, you know, something that's frozen out of the refrigerator or freezer or something like that. I mean, now if that's seven days a week, you know what I mean? I might right. like, hey, you know what they <laughs> I don't mean no disrespect, but you know, this is probably not good for our health. I don't even care if it's lean cuisine. Like you gotta do, you gotta do something else right now. You know what I mean? But jokes aside. Microwave like, meals ain't doing it. Yeah, you know, just not every day. Like, you know, right, I'm just, right. my, my stomach not cool with that. But yeah, no, seriously, I mean the effort. I think the, mm-hmm. the effort means a lot. If you you hooking me up, you making sure I got something to eat at night, I mean, I'm I'm good with that. You know, long story yeah. short, you know what I mean? As long as it's like not something that is habitual and you you know it's it's repetition and you're doing it every night you know what mm-hmm. i mean um I, th- I think it matters it's you know that's 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 for me and i i can put that disclaimer out like cam said i can't speak for every man but i just feel like you know effort matters too you know what i'm saying as long as i'm eating as long as we eating we good mm-hmm. now what about um y'all cook because you know what do y'all think about gender roles yeah you know i was about to say this kind of going in the gender role i was just going to say that um, but yeah, I, I cook a little bit and, uh, I, I know Greg cooks a little bit as well. So, I mean, I think that, I don't know if, if gender roles exist in the same way that they used to, you know, I think that's pretty much across the board. I feel like most people in our generation feel that way. Say um, it louder so, for the people in the back, bro. I ain't mean to break, <laughs> like, I mean to interrupt, but literally say it louder for the people in the back. Like it, it's not yeah. the same as is even a generation ago um yeah so, or, or, and our parents and our grandparents it's not the same anymore right yeah so. exactly so you know well, my my grand my grandfather could work and my grandmother did, my grandmother didn't work you know i don't at, at some point in her life she probably wasn't even allowed to work because of how things were with women you know um and and they could buy a house for i don't know twenty thousand dollars or something <laughs> ridiculous right so we can't do that now. The house price, house prices are ten times that. So in a lot of ways, you don't need, yeah, unless unless the man balling, and you know, for y'all to live your lifestyle, you probably need both people working, right? And mm-hmm. I think for your sanity too, the woman probably wants to work nowadays. And most women, they have that ambition, right? So, okay, uh, yeah, so I think. Hmm. Would you say you don't want to work? don't i do not <laughs> oh really okay okay oh we, uh, we got to get into like, that conversation we got to get okay. into that conversation i, I don't want to work <laughs> oh wow okay oh, let me finish this and i want to get uh-huh. into that point too yeah uh but yeah no i think that so i cook and i think that it's teamwork when it comes down to to those gender roles right so i think that we both need to be 
cooking and cleaning and helping out around the house and doing all that stuff right so mm-hmm. it's, it's teamwork and i think as long as the as a couple as long as you communicate it's cool right so like you know if y'all know each other's schedule it, it's just a, a matter of now you, you can text and be like hey babe I'm, I'm coming home late i'm just gonna grab something did you cook if you didn't that's cool i'm just gonna grab something on the way home you know that kind of thing or you know, so you, it's just a communication thing. I know sometimes I take food out in the morning, like I'm a cook and then I end up getting home late and I'm like, you know what? I ain't need to no back in the fridge. <laughs> and it, it ain't happening at night. It ain't right. happening at night. So the beauty of being <laughs> I think it's single. just a communication thing. Yeah, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. So I think it's just a communication thing, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I have, uh, I know people who believe in traditional, still believe in traditional mm-hmm. generals where yeah. they'll work they'll still go and cook and I'm just like I I don't foresee that for me like you know I feel like we both can get in the kitchen you can chop something I can saute something you know it can we can work it out because essentially we both will be working the same amount of hours especially if I'm putting in equal pay into stuff I expect Mm -hmm. equal effort into everything or as balanced as we possibly could get it right I I just I want to touch on that Ebony I'm, I'm glad you said that because um there was a time where, um, and shoot, it, it might be now, I, I can't I have to look back at the tax statements or something, but, you know, where I know that my wife was making more than me, and, you know, um, she might not say it because, you know, she's a good woman, she might, you know, she's not going to belittle me or make me feel less than or anything like that, and mm-hmm. let's just, let's be honest with everyone out there, everyone knows that male ego is fragile, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. so um, with is. that being said, you know what I mean, I just know that if she's working, you know, and this isn't for anyone that isn't working, but if she's working and I'm working, if I'm tired, then chances are she tired. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so with that being said, like if, you know, there's a dish that isn't clean or if there's, you know, the floor needs sweeping or something like that, like, you know what? If she didn't get to it, this is my house too. You got to look at it like that. Like this is my house too. Like if you look at it like this is my house too, if you were single, you, you know, you're not going to be relying on somebody else to do it. So right it's it goes back to you and cam's point so yeah you're not putting your feet on the table saying where's my dinner tonight exactly mm-hmm. exactly yeah, yeah. but see yeah. Right, if you're doing that if you're doing that you gotta pay all the bills for sure all the bills yeah. <laughs> one of them i don't want to pay a light bill what's the cheapest bill in the house right a water bill yeah the water bill but yep. yeah. see um we got we got to come back to you though mm-hmm um so you 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 don't want to work no (laughs) i I like no i like no uh first of all i I like the i like the honesty and i like the transparency um you know i um i actually you know appreciate that and um i so this goes back to what we was talking and i'm just going to touch on it real quick like i would prefer like you know if my wife doesn't want to work at all like i'm cool with that like i don't have a problem you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I, I know that she works because she's enjo- she enjoys her job. But mm-hmm. if she said, hey, I want to quit tomorrow and we can just do whatever, I'm cool with that, too, because I don't want to work. I want to chill. I want to, you know, enjoy home and, and raising our kids and all that other stuff. Like, so mm-hmm. I'm just I understand that. And as a man, like, you know, that is cool with that. Like, I, I'm fine. So I'm, I'm good with whether you want to work or whether you don't. But just curious, though, you know, what I'm saying like, <laughs> like, your, just your thoughts. No, like, for real. All right. So when I say I don't want to work, I mean, I don't want to get up to an alarm clock every morning, get dressed and go work for the government or for the man, someone else making Mm -hmm. money for them. 
Now, mm-hmm. yep. I don't have any kids, but when I get married, if I have kids, I do want to be home with the kids the first few years. I do mm-hmm. want to do that. And I don't want to sit at home and do nothing. I do have ideas of businesses that I want to have, that I want to run, okay. um, had them sketched out in a book and all of that. I would rather do that when I say I don't want to work mm-hmm. than to get up every day. So I if that it. means- I get it flipping homes or you know making <clears throat> cookies in the house a little bit bringing a little extra income in the very beginning until I get something established as far as a real income generating thing and hopefully I'll already have a second stream of income coming in before I even get married or have the kids so it's not like he's going to be working by himself and I'm not bringing anything in the house like that's not what I'm going to do but it just comes down to I'm tired of waking up every day and going to a job and what am I getting from it? A paycheck, but I'm, it's not something I love. So you said your wife's a nurse. Mm-hmm. I know people that are in that career field, like they love it with everything. My mom is 60. Right. I ain't gonna tell her real age, but she's 60 plus. <laughs> um, and she's still doing nurse stuff. She's a nurse practitioner mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. it's in her blood. My grandma the same way. She was well into her 60s, close to 70s where she still was doing that because she loved it. I don't love what I do. And maybe if I loved what I did, then I would not mind getting up for somebody else and making their money. But mm -mm, I don't want to work no more. That's why I've been working on my cooking skills so I can be at home. When my boo come home, he got a little meal, (laughs) house clean. Like, I'm no, for real. This this quarantine thing, I have been working on baking, baking cakes and making different dishes. Like, I'm trying to get my skills together for when my move on to my next chapter, work free. Mm. No, I'm glad you said that because just at the, I think it goes back to what we were talking about, just life edit and where, um, where we thought we were going to be. And so, you know, I know that we've worked hard, all of us to get to where we are now to a certain point. And for me being in corporate America, I think I had a certain illustration in my head or whatever I was imagining, um, you know, as I got older and like, just, you know, working in, you know, um, you know, working in, you know, my corporate building on the 26th floor, which is all true. And uh, we have this, this office and, you know, I'm looking out and sometimes I'm like, wait, did I really, you know, expect this is what it was going to be? And then it's not necessarily Mm -hmm. fulfilling. It's about that residual income and being in business for yourself. Mm -hmm. So I like, I just, I think it goes back to that. And that's, that's just a good point. So I'm glad you brought that up. I have two things though. Mm -hmm. Number one is, even if you're an entrepreneur, you still might have to hit an alarm clock. I just want to be realistic. Like yeah, yeah. You know, it's still going to take work. Um, and then also, too, men might expect if you say, hey, I don't want to work, then that much more effort you're going to have to put into cleaning, cooking. And I mean, I've talked to women and that's not fun for them. I mean, they have they might have like a part time job or they might be an entrepreneur and do something on the side. But then because it's in comparison to what the other person does, they have to do that much more. And it's fun for the first day. It's fun for the first month. It's fun for the maybe the first year. But after that. It gets to be too much. So. Everyone's story is different. So, I mean, I'm. I'm comfortable in what I feel is what I want. And if I get into it and, you know, I'm, I'm with this person and it's six months and I'm like, yeah, you know what? 
maybe I will go back to the government and do some more stuff. Or maybe I will go out and go back into the workforce and do private industry now. Then I will. But what I feel in my heart I want to do right now is to, to be at home and just take care of the household. I need a break. I need a mental break. I need a physical break. And that's just what I want for now. Who knows? God may yeah. say, Sierra, no, you're going to forever work. And that's what's going to be. But yeah. what I want right now is to <laughs> not work and to be at some at my house taking care of some little babies. Can I ask us yeah. all a question? Yeah. When, yeah. I don't know how to shape this question. When we get with someone else, why is it a relief? Like, why do we feel like, oh, now I can, I, I get, I don't, it's not to what you just said. Sierra, it's just me thinking like, now I can get a break. Like now I can relax because I got somebody else holding me up instead of like, what if that person want to relax too? I don't know if that makes sense. I've been in relationships and I don't honestly feel like when I got in a relationship, it was a relief. Um, so I, hopefully that's not what it kind of sounded like when I said I wanted to be at home. Any relationship I've been in, like I was still putting in my work, but at the same time, mm -hmm. you do get somebody who takes some of the load off. Yeah. So I don't have to right. do that. This is my house. Yes, I live here by myself and I, I can do it all by myself. But if I have a man who come over every now and then and he might take the trash out so I don't have to, just that alone, like that, that's enough of a, off of my shoulders. One thing or turn the shower on for me. I'll go up there, just test the water. It just gives you some time to relax and you can reciprocate it to him too. So maybe if mm -hmm. he's taking the trash out, that's the day he coming over and he's not having to cook at home. So you're helping each other in different ways, but I, I don't see a relationship as being a relief. It's just, uh, I don't see it as, oh, wow, I'm with somebody. So now I can just put my hands up and I'm excused from being an adult. It's just, you have someone, a companion that's going to help you. It makes yeah, it I, easier. I, yeah. I think that like, I think that's what, you know, like to Ebony's point, just, I think there's a certain, I don't want to say expectation, but it kind of applies here. Like when you, are in a relationship you kind of expect help you know in a way whether not necessarily like it doesn't even have to be something big or it doesn't have to be financial but it can be like you know <laughs> that's just you know I got somebody help me pay some bills or something like that but just as something small as like taking the trash out turning on the shower it's helpful yeah. versus like you having to do all of that by yourself so yeah. um I, I think it goes back Ebony <clears throat> to answer your question I think it's just maybe like a certain expectation you just like you may like maybe you can exhale a little bit and say, okay, well, you know, it's cool having somebody to kind of help me with certain things. It doesn't have to be something big. It can really be small, but when you have someone versus just, you know, if you're not in relationship, uh, sometimes you can just look at certain things as helpful, that's all. Yeah, I guess all of my point was trying to be about expectation because I've talked to a lot of friends about this word lately and not even to what we're talking about, but just like what we expect from other people sometimes mm -hmm. Um, we expect people to behave a certain way because we behave that way mm -hmm. or we expect people to um, do certain things because if we were them, we would do it. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah. just kind of want to dive into expectation a little bit, but Cam, you are about to say yeah. something. Yeah, no, uh, I'll, I'll hit on that. And uh, I want to say, so first off with Sierra, to your point, I think that's, I think that's dope. And I you know, from a relationship standpoint, I would be 100% good with that. So I think that if you got someone in a relationship who, you know, they have, they're, they're ambitious and they don't want to work their corporate job or their government job no, anymore, but they still have ideas of things they want to do on their own. You know, that's still ambition, right? 
So I think that's when a communication and the expectation come in. You got to have somebody that, um, that thinks, that thinks the way that you do. Right. So mm-hmm. when y'all have that communication, you can, you can say, or he can say, Hey, you know, that's I'm hundred percent support you. You know, I want, I want our relationship to be this way. You know, if you want to stay home, I support it. I make enough to take care of the house and the family. So I'm a, I'm a, support everything here and you know you take care of the house the fam and you do your thing and i'm gonna support you and you building up your business you know so i think i think it's dope and you just gotta have somebody who understands that that you can communicate that with and 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 they they have the proper expectations uh when it comes to that so yeah definitely i think uh to your point ebony expectation is like really one of the biggest things so that, that's something that you have to, again, I come back to this communication thing, right? You have to communicate the expectations because a lot of times we, our expectations is, it comes from what we do ourselves, right? So, you know, if, um, if I'm the type of person who washes a dish every time I use it and I'm expecting, <laughs> you know, my, my wife, fiance, whatever to do that, then that, that might be the wrong expectation, you know, because y'all, y'all might be doing two different things. So if I'm thinking that way, that's going to create, uh, that's going to create tension in a relationship because if I don't, if we don't talk about that, then I'm every time I, I walk to the kitchen and see that dish in mad. the sink, are you going to be mad, right? It'd be like, what in the world? So you got to have, so you got to have the proper expectations. And I think that comes from communication. So, you know, you just got to understand, like you got to communicate and say, Hey, listen, I, you know, every time I like the kitchen to always be clean. Mm-hmm. So when I, when I eat, I immediately wash those dishes. So that's what, that's what, you know, can we do that? And y'all just got to communicate and have be on the same page with, with those things. That's just a small example, but I think you got to kind of do that with everything. Right. Cause I think in our class, Ebony, if I remember correctly, I don't know if they ended up getting a divorce or it was just a constant argument when they were going over the expectations and communications part the couple, it had to do with the way the cups were, whether they were putting the cupboard upside down or right side up mm. and they continued to argue about it. And it all came down to growing up one, their family had it one way and the other one had it another way. And so when they got into the household, the expectation was you're going to keep doing it the way that you've been doing it. Yeah. And they're arguing over it. And I don't know, I don't know how it ended, but that was one of the examples. And I was like, dang, you really do have to, remember that what you do and how you do things is from your childhood, how you were raised. Yeah, and exactly. you weren't raised in the same house as the other person. Right. So you have yep. to go in and have those, you have your own expectations, but you have to make sure that you talk about them yeah. and compromise. Cause I'm gonna tell you, Cam, I am not washing. You don't even want to see my sink right now. <laughs> I'm not washing. I wash as I go when I'm cooking big stuff, but nah, yeah. not I doing it every single time. I'm like a person that fixes <laughs> it off, put it in the dishwasher. Right. Yeah. No, I don't even do that. It'll go in the dishwasher eventually. <laughs> nah, see, I'm, yeah, see, I'm with you. I'm, I'm usually like, I'm just gonna put it in the sink. I'll do it later. That's kind of how. That's I feel me. About That's it. me. So. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I do laundry and then I put the clothes in the basket. And they go sit in the basket for three, four days. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in my guest room on the bed. Look, it's being single. <laughs> it's a single life though. Like, right. When right. I wash clothes. They gonna stay in the dryer for a minute until I'm like, oh, I want to fold them. The folding. Come on, like, wrinkled out. You gotta turn them back on. Yeah. <laughs> the fo- it's the folding. Like, Shoot, where is that top I want to wear? In the dryer. Oh, yeah, right. in the dryer. <laughs> 
but yeah so that's a good point that you what you were saying um so communication expectations sure. all of it just you got to start in the beginning with it or it can be an issue later on yeah, absolutely yeah i 100 percent agree yeah so I, I i had a question when it comes to and i saw this like on instagram or something and somebody was saying like would you rather have love or loyalty and i don't know if we need to talk about love oh, like yeah. defining what that. it is but i just i just want to pose that question <laughs> to you all like what what do you think is more important loyalty part or the love well, one of my friends asked me, can you have, can you love someone but not be loyal to them? So that's another question too. Um, mm. I think that love is unconditional. So I probably want love first. Cause I feel like if you love me, you'll be loyal to me. Hopefully. I don't know. Um, but for the other question I posed, I feel like I can be loyal to someone who I don't love. Yeah. The reason why I'm saying that is because loyalty to me is a character trait. Like, you either are loyal or you're not. So I don't know. It's different. Mm. Yeah. What'd you what'd you think, I want, Sarah? I wasn't ready for this one. So I'm thinking as I'm <laughs> as I'm speaking. So if I sound crazy, it's because <laughs> this is how it's coming in. But I see I would rather have loyalty because I feel like love is comes from loyalty. So like mm. loyalty is big in my family. The five of us, we was a fist the five and like you always hold someone down like I look at my friends as sisters I don't have any real sisters like my line sisters are my sisters like they don't know it but they're my, well they know it. they're my sisters and I'm very mm. loyal to them because I, I I love them and so therefore I feel like the loyalty part I would rather have someone be loyal to me because that's a, that's if you're loyal that means you love that person to me mm. so to answer your other question Ebony I I don't know if I can we might have to be a, do a better definition, but I don't know if I can be loyal to someone if I don't love them. Like, I don't know if I can do that because it's one and the same to me. Yeah. It's very, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm speaking. No, it's good. That's I'm good. done. No, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Next, <laughs> I don't know what else. So both, you know, both of y'all basically said that it's kind of one and the same, right? So yeah, no, I, I, I think that's interesting. So let me ask you this though. Do you think that you can, so you know, you say you can be loyal to somebody and not love them, right? So can you, do you think that that loyalty, you know, starting with the loyalty, can that turn into love? If, if it's reciprocated. I don't think, because eventually loyalty, though I am a loyal person, um, let's just take a friendship, for example, right? Mm -hmm. We've been friends with people that we're automatically loyal to a friend if we call them a friend, whether we love them or not. Like, let's say you just met a person three months ago, but y'all been hanging out all the time. You guys are friends, quote unquote. I mean, I don't call people friends that quickly, but I'm just making a point. Right. You will tend to be loyal to this person because you feel like, well, this is a good person. We vibe, but you don't love that person at this point. I mean, how could yeah. you, right? Um, but the minute you start seeing that person do things that is not really loyal to you or that's maybe damaging to you, you start pulling back and being like, okay, well, that person obviously won't reciprocate the loyalty to me. Mm. So I think that um, it, it, the person has to be loyal back in order for me to feel like loyalty 
equates to love. Are you being loyal to them in the beginning or are you just respecting them? No, there's people I've been loyal to. Like, for instance, I remember uh, this is years ago, but this um, girl had told me that I was, I was, had, we had mutual friends that mm-hmm. she liked this guy, right? And then the guy tried to talk to me. Mm-hmm. Instead of me, like, entertaining the guy, I called her and said, hey, you know, such and such, 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 tried to talk to me, just want to let you know, you know, didn't owe her anything didn't really know her I mean again we were had mutual friends but that was a respect thing but it's also me being loyal to the piece of her that I knew mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay what you think great oh I'm sorry I'll still listen <laughs> <laughs> um I think uh, uh back to the previous question um I think I'm gonna rock with loyalty first um and then I think that loyalty can turn turn into love it depends on the person whether you're talking you know about a friendship you know or relate like you know relationship or what have you but i'll take loyalty first um but it it can um you know um i like that that question that you posed sierra is like is a loyalty in the beginning whether it's friendship what have you is it loyalty or is it respect i think Mm -hmm. it's both um and then depending on the person it can be loyalty um you know for me you know, especially, you know, with, um, you know, my relationships, man, I just, I try to be and remain loyal, you know, and it's just like, as you said, Ebony, um, it's reciprocal, right? Because you want to, you know, be loyal, but at the same time, you don't want to be a fool, you know, if you got this friendship and you're, you're loyal to, you know, you're loyal to your friends, but you, you know, you can just tell there's certain things that are just that are happening and it might not even they might not even be doing it to you but it's for other people you go you go take a step back because you're like now nah, eventually it's gonna come back to bite me yeah, um and they're going exactly. to turn around and betray me um right. because you know i just it is it's a it's a character thing and so um i think that's that's how i look at it mm. okay so going back to the the I guess kind of defining love in a way. Do y'all see love as a feeling or is it a choice that you make? Love is a choice. I think I'm both. speaking from a person who got bare the bare you guys might think I'm emotional, but I have the bare minimum emotions. So I feel like love is a choice. Ebony, I never thought you, you said was the bare minimum. No, you seem you seem to be uh, you know, from from my my uh experiences of what I, I guess what I know about you you seem to be more um more thoughtful than emotional so that's how I've always seen you that's accurate that makes sense yeah what about you Sarah you think it's a feeling or a choice I think it's both um you have to choose to love the person but mm-hmm. you I think you would get a feeling you get a feeling like when you see them being successful and you see them happy, it drives you that love grows. And so I think it's both. I feel like feelings waver, but it's, it's, it's both. And I'm going to tell you why, because, um, you know, you, you have a choice to get out of bed every day. Um, yeah. So it's, it's the same thing. So like you have a choice whether to go on a date or not, um, and, mm-hmm. and decide whether you're going to like this person even more. Um, <laughs> like, uh, you have to continue dating to keep interest if you're in a long-term relationship, whether you're married mm-hmm. or not. Um, if you guys stop dating each other, you're going to lose interest. 
you're going to stop loving that person as much as you did before. You know what I'm saying? So in that, in that instance, it's a choice to continue to love on, let's just say like love on that person. So um, it's definitely a choice. And then there, and then the feeling follows. So I think it's both like you, you choose to love somebody. Um, you choose to love whoever, friendship, relationship, whatever, but it, it's a choice. And then I feel like the feeling follows. So yeah, um, Sierra, I agree. It's both. Mm-hmm. And Cam, you mm-hmm. can't keep asking us questions and not and answering answer for yourself because you didn't answer the last one and I was going to let you slide and I felt like you <laughs> was about to do it again. I could, I could tell. I could tell that was I, coming too, bro. You saw you saw uh, what not, I was about to do. Yeah, you know. yeah. Okay. So answer and the last question. I'll answer both of them. I'll answer okay. both of them. Okay. So on a, the on this question, I think I, I'm kind of with Ebony, right? So I feel like love wavers, the feeling wavers, right? Because um, you can, so I think most people get, a lot of people get love and infatuation confused, right? So you can, you can be overly or very infatuated with somebody and you and you get that feeling that emotional feeling it's the same as what you think is love right you know mm-hmm. especially based on what we see in movies and all this stuff you know what they're showing us really is an infatuation more so than love I think mm-hmm. so that's what you perceive love to be um so I think the feelings waiver you have to make the choice to keep loving that person and that's that's why I would say that it's more more so a choice so it, I think there there is some feeling in it, but it's primarily choice. That's my that's how I answer that question. Okay. Um, and then I to the that it's stronger on one side. I, and that, yeah, that's pretty much. Ebony, did you yours was like kind of like that too, right? It I was both, so. but. <laughs> <laughs> um. So to the to the love or loyalty. Um, you know that that's a tough question. That's why I asked it asked it for you all to mm-hmm. you. But uh, I think I would probably choose love, and I say that because I think that if you truly, if you truly love somebody, as in like you've made the choice to love them, that you will you will just also decide to be loyal, right? So I think that with love, with true love, it come, both come with it. So. I see what you did there. You mixed both of those <laughs> questions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's um yeah, that's no, that's good. But I also I think that um that is a good uh segue to in regards to loyalty and love. When is the right time for you guys talking to the women to cut someone off, whether it's friendship, whether it's relationship? Um, because I know we all previously might have, you know, discussed this. <laughs> Um, about cutting cutting people off and you know it's it's January it's New Year um, mm-hmm. like when when do you guys consider um, the right time to maybe cut someone off whether it's friendship whether it's relationship because um, I know we all previously might have you know discussed this um, about cutting cutting people off and you know it's it's January it's New Year um, mm-hmm. like when when do you guys consider um, the right time to maybe cut someone off. So we've talked about this on the podcast before, not this specific subject, but um, okay. So when it comes to like dating, I'm quick to cut people off. Here's the thing. I feel like um, 
at my age, I don't really want to continually have the same conversations over and over. Like if I recognize that this is not going to work, um, I probably cut it off quicker than not. Uh, friendships, which is weird. Sometimes I'm a little bit more lenient. You know, you try to give people the benefit of the doubt and then, you know, eventually you have to say, well, this is not going to work. Um, I think also to that point, it was different. It's different for me. When I moved to Maryland, um, making new friends, uh, the same with dating, I'm quicker to cut them off now if they're newer, if they're old friends. I think that's the hard part. Right. Or, mm-hmm. you know, old relationships because you are more, a little bit more sympathetic. You've known the person for a long time. You say, well, what about this p- part of this person is great. That part of this person is great, but they may have made one mistake or two mistakes. But I think mm-hmm. if you have a a notion that you should cut people off, I think more times than not, you should. That's right. good. All right. The question you didn't ask was, do I communicate with people before I cut them off? <laughs> well, Straight do ghosting. you? Yeah. Do you ghost? Do you tell them? Text? Yeah, yeah. Call? Face-to-face? What you do? Uh-oh. Ebony looks, looks like so a the, ghoster to me. She to hit that, that block that button. <laughs> we'll hit the block button and you will never never to be seen again. Wow. <laughs> I know. Okay, so I know it's bad. I'm going to stop doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop. But I just feel like sometimes like I don't to have this conversation. I don't feel like having it again. It's just mm-hmm. it's bringing mm-hmm. my life down two points. So when we when we're thinking, well, <laughs> in this no, really in this um in this conversation and we're talking about you know, ghosting, perhaps, are we just thinking about um, romantic relationships versus like friendships? Oh, yeah, because... I don't really ghost friends. That's, but, that's and, so to your point, I think like, you know, um, I think that that's okay, because you don't really know these people. Like if you, mm-hmm. um, people you date, right, to get to know someone, you know what I mean? That's the whole person of date. That's the whole reason of dating is to get to know someone. So if you don't really know this person and you're like, you know, it's not really going anywhere, you know, like you haven't really formed that much of a relationship with them where you have mm-hmm. like, where you necessarily, oh, I'm going to say, oh, them an explanation as to why you cut them off. Like, hey, it's not going anywhere because people, people might overstep and like, they might just, you know, continue trying, even though, you know, Hey, this isn't going anywhere. Let me not lead you on. Let me let you know it is what it is. I'm putting a stop to it versus whether it's, if it's a friendship, a long-standing, you know, friendship, in my opinion, and how I feel about it is, you know, if it's a, a long-standing friendship or someone that you've had, you know, friendships with for a long time, they might be, you know, or deserve some type of explanations why, you know, you guys just aren't as close anymore, or perhaps, you know, it's just, you know, the friendship just isn't what it was or what it used to be. You know, mm-hmm. my, uh, my wife always says people in your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And that being said, you know, yeah. if it isn't long-term, you know what I mean? Nope. Hey, I can love you from a distance. It was a period in time, not going to take it personal. You know, you yeah. do you, I'm doing me, no love lost. It is what it is. So that's good. And that's exactly, Damn. I remember, I, I specifically remember Ebony saying that when she cuts them off in the beginning, like I don't owe them anything. I don't know right. them enough to care. I don't owe. And she exactly. used that same word. So that is, yeah. uh, that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. As far as me cutting people off, I don't really cut anybody off. So I've even been in, 
talking to someone who was a complete narcissist, verbally abusive in all ways, shape or form, didn't realize it at first. <clears throat> but when I, I mean, I saw a couple red flags, but I just didn't really know, like, cause I never talked to a narcissist before. But mm -hmm. let me tell you, that is the most toxic relationship ever. And even when it came down to the last conversation, I still have not blocked him on my phone. I still have it. It wasn't like one of those, I don't ever want to talk to you again. Like he kind of said that. He was just like, you know, dropped a couple cuss words and all this stuff. I was like, what's happening? But if he were to call me right now, it would go through. If he were to text me, it would go through. Even friends that I don't talk to right now, I don't, I never delete their numbers out of my phone because I still want to know like, who's calling if they do happen to call. Yeah. So I never really mm -hmm. cut anyone off. We may slowly, I may stop texting them or calling them right. and allow them the door. Like, hey, if they want to text or call me, they can, it'll still come through. But I don't ever like close the door on anybody. And that's probably a bad thing, but you just never know what people are going through at that time. And they may want to hit you up. Now I have, I'm not going to say I haven't like, ghosted people <laughs> if they're texting me the guy who got me the other day when i was running the neighborhood i was like dang he done he done hit the u-turn <gasps> let me give him my number <laughs> he texts me right then because i'm like dang it i can't lie now because you know my phone's right here in my hand i'm listening to the music mm. but when he texts me a couple times i was like well not responding probably could have gave him a fake number but you know when they're right in front of you you feel like i don't know about you ebony but you feel kind of like uh i need to get a google number you kind of feel like you got to give them something and they always want to what? I didn't mean to cut you off, but it's also a safety thing too. Cause people are crazy. Yeah, they they're right there, and they always want to yeah. call or text you right then. So you're like, mm -hmm. dang. Well, yeah, I, I hate it when that that switched over. It awkward. wasn't like that back in the day. It and wasn't. Then, yeah. They would put it on a piece of paper or a napkin or something. <laughs> you hit them when you get home, and next, or you late, you waited two days because it was never hey, the we, first time. <laughs> we we jaded, we jaded, yo, because uh, you know, we we get. You get excited when you get that number and then you go home and call it and it's the wrong number. Yeah, that's the most like ego crushing joint <laughs> ever. ever, ever. So you got to be like, so yeah, so and we, oh and man, then, yeah, so men have oh, evolved. Yeah. We've evolved with technology. See, now dudes just be like, oh, let me get the number. Right I'm gonna call you right now. Let me make sure right. it's the right number because if it's the wrong number, I'm gonna let you know right now that you like, call. oh, yeah, so you <laughs> have to. You got to be ready for that. And I don't respond to those if I don't want to talk to them. But mm. other than that, like I haven't really just said, hey, you've you've wronged me. I'm cutting you off. We're not talking anymore or block someone yeah. like bye. Like I haven't done that yet. Yeah, I would I mean, say I have had conversations with friends before. This is way back in the day to say this is why we're not friends. But those were longstanding friendships. Um, to your point, I'll pull back now. If it's a friend now, um, I don't really think I had have had to do that. So back in the day, what was the thing that caused you to say we're not friends anymore? Like, what was the straw? So, to Greg's point, you see what they are doing to other people, and you're like, well, they not they they not they haven't done it to me yet. Let me continue being friends with them, and then eventually, it is you. So it was one of those things I had saw different certain behaviors that I didn't like. Mm -hmm. um, I let me uh, try to tell a little bit of the situation, not telling the situation. Um, so at one point, had been around this friend, and um, they had brought me. I had already noticed signs before, but I just kept being friends with this person, and 
um, I was around this, this, these guys one day, she had left. And the guy was like, you want to head upstairs for a little bit? And I was like, for what? And he was like, go upstairs. You know, I can bring my friend up, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, for fucking what? Like, (laughs) for what? And I know where he was going, but I wanted him to tell me. Uh, And then eventually he was kind of like, you're not like your friend. And at that moment, I knew I was like, I don't know what she's into, but I'm not. And let me explain you why. I don't ever want people to view my character based on someone else. So they're looking at me like, oh, you get down too. But that wasn't the straw. Like I still was friends with this person after that. Um, It was some other stuff that happened that made me say like, you don't value me as a friend. Okay. And you don't respect me. Respect is the number one reason I will really end a friendship. Like if you don't respect me and loyalty too, to y'all's point, those are two things that I just can't get past. Right. Yeah. So I'll kind of go into that too. And um, the, with me, I think that in the beginning, you know, when it's, when it's new, when it's early and you just realize that you, you know, it's not for you or, you know, in a relationship or it's like, you know, you're trying to build a relationship with somebody. I feel like, you know, like Greg said, like, you don't owe them nothing. So mm-hmm. if you just stop answering the phone or, you know, stop hitting them up, it, it's cool. So I kind of lean. Is the time frame with that? I think the time frame has a lot to do with it. And, uh, and not, not just the time frame alone, but, you know, as, as, things get as time increases you start to have more of a bond so i think as the as the time increases and the bond increase then you start to that that's kind of what more, more so determines the the explanation so i think that um i'm like i can't remember which one of y'all said it but i'm more like if, if you're just talking to somebody you're trying to get to know them like from a relationship standpoint it's easier for me i feel like it's whatever like if you y'all stop talking y'all just stop talking right mm-hmm. uh, but from a friendship standpoint I feel like you probably should communicate with that person and like let them know this is why I can't rock with you no more you know so because y'all got that if y'all had that friend if y'all call each other friends you know there was some respect some loyalty there I think that you you owe it to them to discuss with them why you're not you're not rocking with them no more mm-hmm. so and I think, you know, in a relationship, if y'all have had like longevity in it, you probably should do the same thing. Cause I know I would want to know, you know, if, if I've been talking, to, we've been talking for a year, we've been dating and stuff. And then you, I don't want to be ghosted all of a sudden. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> what, what happened? You know, like, cause a lot of times we don't really, we don't know. We don't know what happened. If you just stop talking to us, like what, what, what happened? Like, tell me. So I know, cause I want to know what happened so that I know if it was something, um, if, if you think that I'm a narcissist, let me know that so that I can correct it. Obviously, if I'm a narcissist, I ain't gonna care, but- I'm about to say, you're already gonna know it, it doesn't matter to you. (laughs) Right, right, right. But I'm just using that as an example. You know, like if you think that I'm, uh, if you think that, hey, I'm too emotional for you or I'm not emotional enough or whatever the case may be, let me know what those things are because, you know, I'm a person and I wanna be able to improve myself as well. So that's That's the way I look at it. Yeah, like I, I like that, Cam, that you said that too, because it's almost like as far as romantic relationships, 
it's almost like uh, an actual job interview, right? You know, you uh, you take all this time working on your resume to get it mm-hmm. to a certain point and you submit it and you got the interview and uh, but you, you know, you didn't get the job. Uh, eventually you're going to be like, well, dang, why didn't I get it? You know, like, how can I improve or how can I be better for this next opportunity? Same for relationship. How can I improve or what, what is a certain flaw that maybe I can, you know, just kind of like work at to be better for this next person? Because, you know, if if you don't know, then, you know, you have to ask and kind of figure it out. So I think it kind of goes back to that. It's good. Thank you for answering your own question. (laughs) You're welcome. You know, I don't doubt that. Yeah. No shade. I'm just saying. It's a little shade. I like Sorry, I like doing shade. a little recap, but it's cool, you know. <laughs> so speaking of ghosting and cutting people off, um, and dating, and just friends in general. I mean, I'm going all around the question, but I wanted to ask you guys: Do you think uh, men and women can just be friends? Cam, you thought about but, that too hard. <laughs> but I did, and here's the what here's the reason I thought about that. So. I'll be, I'm going to be real, like real with y'all. I think that most of the time, in most cases, guys, um, when when a guy is friends with a female, it's because mm-hmm. there's some attraction there, right? So I think that uh, we're, we're human beings and we have attraction to other people. So I think that a lot of cases, if a ma- male and a female are friends, it's because for one of them, felt some attraction at some point. Now that might not necessarily, that might not mean that, that, that it was that they're there now, you know, maybe that went away and and they're good friends and, you know, they've talked about it, maybe not, but I think that men and women can be friends, but honestly, I feel like a lot of times it's because more times than not, it's because there was some attraction there. That's my opinion on it. Uh, Obviously not always the case, not always the case, but oh, okay. a lot of times, yeah. I was about to say, so you saying you can't, men can't be friends with an ugly woman? Is no, that, that's not. Because that's what I took from it, because they got to have some well, form of attraction to be a friend. No, so no, no, if no, I was that's ugly, you saying. couldn't even be my friend? That's not what I'm saying. No, okay. no, no. Uh, maybe right. I didn't explain that well enough. So first of all, I think that um, that <laughs> attraction. Answer, not <laughs> no, I'm not going to change that's kind of what answer. I heard. I, that, I was like, no, okay, no, no, so no. she got to be cute at least to be her friend. That's not what I'm saying. First off, attraction Did you is, hear that? is sorry. Attraction is relative, right? So I mean, honestly, like, I mean, hell, I, I could tell you in, <laughs> in the group chat, I could tell you the group chat, right? With the fellas, sometimes the fellas will well she's talking about girls, and I'm like, she ain't attractive to me, you know what I'm saying? So, like, and vice versa. So I think that uh attraction is relative, but uh I think what I'm saying is that we it doesn't have to necessarily be a physical attraction either, right? So I might mm-hmm. I might okay. be attracted to the way that you carry yourself or your demeanor or your personality or whatever the case may be. And that's why we friends. That's why, you know, I decided to talk to you and, and form this friendship, you know? And maybe I'm not even thinking about, oh, I want to date you, but there was some some type of attraction there. That's all I'm saying. Way to roll so, that one back in. Oh, he cleaned. Oh, he cleaned that up. Didn't he though? Because <laughs> hey, shout out, shout out to you, bro. I just, I just, you know, I don't even have to say nothing else. You cleaned that right of, on you up. You was on top of that. Go ahead, because you did that. I'm though. just saying. You I'm did just that. saying. <laughs> all right. So then Cam has given his answer. Mm-hmm. Greg, you were quick and said yes. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I've had. Uh, I, I have um female friends um and 
um, taking it a, a different direction than Cam. Um, and, but to touch on something, I do agree with him. There's an attraction there. It doesn't necessarily have to be physical. Um, but to Cam's point, I do feel like men are more visual when it comes to, you know, you know, the attraction piece. But there is attraction that doesn't have to be physical. It doesn't have to be visual. It's like, you know, there was just like a certain maybe chemistry or something. You know, you guys clicked in right. conversation and something like that happens. And you're like, oh, you cool. You know, you real cool. Like, we can be cool. Mm-hmm. And um, to go in another direction, uh, it's I think it's harder for men and women to be friends if it wasn't platonic from jump. Like if you've, you know, crossed that line and there's been romance or there's been intimacy in the relationship, I think it's harder to be friends in this in that particular situation versus maybe, you know, if it's platonic from jump and it's been cordial from jump. I have, you know, women friends and, you know, it's always been platonic, it's always been cordial. And that's why I said, I mean, yes, you know, it's the, it's the understanding too. And me, obviously, you know, being, you know, a married, a married person, you know, I'm not, you know, going to go there, but I'm thinking of it from a friendship standpoint too. And if I was single, still not going there because you value the relationship more than right. you value your own agenda. Um, sure. You know, if you guys have a longer, long-standing relationship, even if you are both single, you like, you know what, this could jeopardize the relationship if I were to, you know, necessarily go there. And can being real with you, I'm being, I'm gonna be transparent with you. It's, it's probably usually the guy that takes that step and says, "Hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe we can, you know." Um, and I, I can't say in all relationships, but I'm just saying, you know how, you know, men are, and they're like, "Hey, you know what? I'm feeling you for the longest," you know, and start saying <laughs> this, and you know, next thing you know, you know, they, they're trying to get to this next level. Mm-hmm. So you know, but I, I, if you value the friendship more, which you know, it, you don't want to jeopardize that by saying, "Let's try to." Let's try to do, you know, the romantic thing. So, yeah. Yeah. And you can be, and you can be attracted. I think you can be physically attracted to your friend and then not be there. Like it could be plutonic, right. you know, because if you've made right. a decision that, Hey, this is, we, we friends, I'm not going to go there with, with this person. And right. Yeah. I think that that's definitely feasible. Like it doesn't have to, you don't have to act on all of your thoughts and emotions. Right. And, and, that goes anything. and loyalty too. back to our previous conversation uh, to piggyback on that cam. Like what if it's a situation where, and I can only speak for myself, but what if it's a situation where, you know, we're single, but you know, there is a physical attraction and you're all, you're wondering if, you know, there could be something there. However, you know, she was with the homie or she was with the bestie or she, you know, he or she type of situation, right? You're not going to do that because, the loyalty part comes in where you're not going to be like, nah, yo, she used to rock with, you know, it's a whole other conversation. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, right though. <laughs> but that, no, I'm just, I'm yeah, just saying. No, I mean, that's, yeah, that's a fact. It's real. It's a real thing. I just don't agree with it, but we're not going to go there on this. <laughs> so. uh, I don't know. We might need to go there because now I'm no. curious. <laughs> I do what not like that. We have, and because I, I personally, We'll stick to the conversation with the can men and <laughs> women might, be friends. We might we might can jump into that later. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I but agree. Yeah, go ahead. I must say I agree. Men and women can be friends. I have a really good friend. It's a guy. I've never looked at him like that. Um, we're like friends. We're homies. Like that's just what it is. So he may. Do you think that he's ever looked at you like that? I mean, I know he. 
he has commented on some of my features, <laughs> but it's in a jokingly way. Like he's got little nicknames, but it's not like he he's never tried anything on me. So mm. I don't th I think I'm just one of those like, oh, well, he just likes the shape and he may comment on that, but he's not going to ever take it to that point because we really are. We have been friends since like oh four oh five. Ain't okay. nothing happening there. It's done. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like we are literally just friends. Yeah, I think that goes into exactly what I'm saying. I would. It sounds to me like he probably had had or has some attract physical attraction to you, uh, but he just knows not to act on it. He he knows that you don't feel that way, and he's probably realized that over the years that y'all just cool, y'all tight, and he's he respect that relationship. So I think that, um, you know, men and women can have relationships like that in a lot of cases. What about you, Ebony? What you think? So here's the thing. <laughs> that made me think a little bit because I've been friends with <clears throat> um, guys since forever, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't, there's no attraction that I'm aware of. Um, and then I just think about all the guys that I've ever been friends with. I'm like, oh, wait a minute, Ken make, makes a good point. I don't necessarily maybe didn't really look into see if they were attracted to me. I just assumed they just want to be my friend. <laughs> um, and then also guys that I've connected with or want to be friends with maybe is because to your point, I might've been attracted to their personality or, you know, maybe their looks or something like that. So maybe, I don't know. I, I feel like men and women can be friends though. And it be, and it's nothing mm-hmm yeah I mean would you would y'all agree that it's easier to hang out with somebody that you're attracted you have some kind of attraction to right like whether that's their you you feel attracted to their personality or their the way they look or something like that I'll um I'll, I'll bring my friend my good old friend Patrick into this never been attracted mm -hmm. to Patrick Patrick don't want me I don't mm -hmm. want Patrick right so <laughs> I don't know if uh, as close as me and Patrick has been in the past and even people thought we dated in college. I don't know if I would have been as close to him had I been attracted to him or he had been attracted to me, maybe. Mm. I don't, I don't okay. think we would have been as cool. I mean, I think about somebody that I was attracted to that I was really cool with, but even that that friendship faded based on them not being loyal, but that's the size point. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't, yeah, somebody else answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to go back in my memory bank. Yeah, I'm just curious. No, I think um, uh, to your point, Ebony, um, you and Pat's relationship, like you guys not being attracted to each other, like, the the wall is down i feel like maybe if like there's um if you have a certain attraction to someone maybe there's a certain wall up because you're just kind of nervous mm -hmm. whether it is yeah. whether it's you're able to kind of like be yourself and just be like just your full self and be super comfortable with someone so therefore that that, um, that might have something to do with it like that's that's kind of what i take from it because you know you can be your but also you know i think if you can be yourself that if there is that might might build attraction but i mean i think it just you know in your in that particular in that relationship in that scenario i think that might be helpful as far as just like being able to let your walls down so mm -hmm. so yeah 
I think I think men have different tactics when they uh, trying to form relationships with people, right? So, um, you know, some men are very direct, like you know, the guy that they hit the U-turn and like, hey, what's up? You know, he's probably a more direct person. Some people are that way. They like, yo, I'm gonna tell you how I'm feeling, what I'm thinking right now. And some people are not that way. Some people are like, let me uh, let me get to know you. And make sure that this feeling that I'm thinking about is, is really there. And then I want to see if there's a vibe here as well. Because some men take that approach. And I think that sometimes relationships can form, like friendships, I should say, can, can form from that initial mm-hmm. feeling. You know what I'm saying? So I guess that's kind of where I was going, you know, when I was talking about it earlier as well. It has to do with intent, to your point. Like, intent, like exactly. What, what's, like, what's, what's the intent when we you know, when we meet or like, you don't, you don't know what the other person may think and whether man, man or woman. So to your point, Cam, I think it has to do with intent first, because if yeah. your intent is to kind of see where it goes automatically in your head, you kind of like formed this relationship with someone uh, before you even really get to know, you know, have a whole conversation with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's, a, there's a certain intent there. Cause just like you said, some guys are more direct, whereas other guys aren't as direct, but there's still the intent there of, I, I can potentially see this as a relationship versus a friendship. So, mm-hmm. oh, for those guys where the intent of it being a relationship later on is there in the back burner, and for us, it may appear as though he's shy or he's not really interested. Do you ever? Do you think that a woman should ask him? So, like, at what point do you think a woman should be like, "What's your intent? Like, we're we're friends." Are you thinking this is going to go somewhere or do you just let him kind of just build this friendship and you not know what it's going to be? Cause you're friends, right? You're not mm-hmm. dating. So you really shouldn't ask, but at the same time, should you? Yeah. I mean, I think it um, has to do, has to do with, you know, first off, or, you know, are you, where are you guys at um, in life? Like, are you both available? And if so, yeah, I mean, I think that's, um, you know, um, a valid question that both people should ask, in my opinion. I think being friends looks different too. So making a friend in your 20s versus making a friend in your 30s, I think if I make a friend now, there has to be some sort of attraction. Like I'm not just being friends with you, but maybe before, you know, you just kind of be friends with people who are like around, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. because in college yeah. you can make friends with all kinds of people because there's just so many people around, right? Y'all right. got classes together, you know, y'all, you might be at a house party together and then they see you around campus. So yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. Yeah, it's, it's definitely. But to answer your question, Sierra, I think that, um, I think you should probably ask, just be straight up. See, like with me, I'm, I've learned you know, now that I'm in my thirties, that it's, it's easier just to be kind of direct with it. So it's like, after, you know, y'all been um, hanging out or whatever, or chatting or whatever the case may be, and just be completely direct with it and just be like, Hey, this real quick. I just wanted to ask you how you feeling about this mm-hmm. and just see what their thoughts are. And if, and if everybody's honest, I think you can create a, a good assessment of where you're going from there. So mm-hmm. if, you know, so that's where I'm at. Like me, where I'm at now, I'll just straight up be like, "Hey, this is how I'm feeling. Like, I want to be direct with you, and I want to see if you're feeling the same way, um, or if we, we we on different pages here." And then mm-hmm. if the girl is like, 
no, we don't, you know, I, I ain't really feel, I was really thinking that way or I'm not feeling that way. And you're like, cool, boom. I know this is a friendship and, you know, mm-hmm. I like you, I like your personality. So like, I want us to continue to be in friends, but now I know that not, I, I don't need to take it that way, you know? Right. So I think if you, if you can establish that, the sooner the better, you know, you just had that conversation to be straight up. That makes sense. Yep. Good advice. Because I know, I feel like most women, I don't know, maybe not most, but most women are not initially, I'm on, never mind, just scratch what I'm about to say. I was going to say, most women are initially thinking about like, oh, you know, I like him, we're going to date, but I, maybe not, because most women probably are just like. Build the whole relationship in their mind after the married. first time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's different when they're your friend. So you don't build that relationship, but then you start to really like them. So you're like, hmm, could this be? Because I like talking to him. Could it be mm-hmm. more, but then you don't want to ask because you don't want to ask it and he think, oh, well, she wants me now. So now I mm-hmm. got to back up my friendship with her. So it becomes sticky. But like you said, if you do it in the beginning, I guess that can kind of completely get it out of the way. Yeah, I guess yeah. I look at it like it'll be sticky either way. So right. it's easier. It's less sticky if you do it sooner than later, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it could get it could get ugly down the road. So if you do it now. Right. I think it's less sticky. Yeah, I think that's good advice. Thank you, Cam. Anytime. anytime. <laughs> Just me trying to answer my questions, right? Thank answer you. We're going to be good friends by the end of this. Yeah, at first hey, I was like, the, see, he's trying to cheat, but <laughs> we building a relationship, a friendship right here. Yeah, we're, we're live. <laughs> so, so let me let me ask y'all this, you know, since we we talking about this whole dating thing, when it comes to so now that, that you all are in your 30s, I know that women a lot of times younger they have goals. Do y'all have goals now as far as like relationship goals? Like I want to be married by this age or are you thinking that, you know, your new year's resolution, you know, I need to start dating somebody this year or whatever the case may be. Do y'all have any thoughts or goals that like that? So I threw resolutions out the window because they don't work. Um, I don't necessarily know if I'm like, oh, I need to date. See, I got one resolution. Oh, I ain't gonna tell y'all. Just skip past me. Go ahead, Sierra. (laughs) (laughs) We want to know. You can't do that. (laughs) Right. So when it comes to relationships, um, I know you guys don't know, but I was previously engaged. We called it off back in 2018. Mm. And since then, I haven't really seriously dated anybody at all the first year didn't even think about it um so I'm slowly starting to like right when COVID hit it was like oh right it's been two years I can finally start Mm. to think about dating because I've done the work on my own and I'm ready then COVID Mm. hit and dating's like out the window so I do feel like I want to date but I'm not going to say I'm going to date somebody and get married in a year and have kids in three years or whatever, even though I'm 35 and, you know, stuff is ticking. I don't want to put those pressures of any dates that I have to hit, but I'm just going to say right now, I feel like I've done a lot of work and I'm ready to see what's out there and just let it organically happen. And I have already told my lie sisters if I hit y'all and say, hey, I met this dude three months ago, we about to get married in a month, know that I'm sure because I've been through it. I've done the premarital by myself. 
because he stopped going, but I did the work then and I've done work since then. And I feel like when I know I'm going to know and it's not going to take me a set amount of years or time to do it. So mm. Ebony, you too, like, look, Interesting. it may, don't, don't be surprised <laughs> <laughs> if I hit you with that text, like, like our other friend. Hey girl. Oh yeah. How, definitely. Married. Like, how long, how long were you dating your uh, previous fiance? My, my ex, we were together for two years before he proposed. And then we were together right. almost another year after that. So about mm -hmm. roughly three years total. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, okay. And we're still cool. So nothing bad happened. Just, just actually. How do you plan on dating today. during the quarantine? Hmm? That's a question. How do you plan on dating during the quarantine? Because I, listen, during this pandemic, I went out on a few dates. And this one... <laughs> one uh scared me and I was like okay no more dates after this right it was like mm. in the height of COVID and I think I made him off a dating app or something like that and so went out and like he he didn't have on his mask like he was trying to talk to me real close he was trying to hold my hand I was just like you know this is too uncomfortable for me it's COVID I don't know if you have COVID or not like mm -hmm. and I don't even like you like that for real this is just not not gonna work out so mm. There's creative ways to date. I've done a movie date. But um, what I'm saying is to build that initial, like, first of all, to meet someone. That's mm -hmm. number one. Mm -hmm. And then date. So you're asking how am I, how do That's I? Two, two parts. Okay, so meeting someone, I may have already met him. He may be already on my friends list for all I know. So um, I might have to tap into the friendships that I already have and see if they can grow to something as far as a new person. Like I said, I was running the neighborhood, man, literally waved at me on the way back past. I waved at him too. I didn't think he was going to hit the U-turn, but he did. So you still can meet people out. You can still meet people in the grocery store. I did not mm -hmm. have a mask on when I was running. I keep it in my, in my little hoodie. So if I'm by other people, I'll put it on. But when I'm just jogging myself, like I'm not trying to suffocate myself. So he saw what I looked like and he was in the car. So I saw what he looked like. But meet somebody out and then you can just be creative with how you do the dates. And even if it's mostly phone calls and virtual brunches that you're doing, you can do that. And then meeting them in person once it warms up. If you want to jog with me, he can jog with me too. So I think... You can be creative with how you date someone, but, and you can also be creative in where you meet people because you're going to meet the right person, whether it's COVID or not. So you'll meet them when you're supposed to meet them. Sounds easy. Yeah. And that's why I'm not stressing over it. So I'm letting it just kind of be what it is. Like, I'm not like, let me jump on here and let me find somebody so I can go out on a date. It's like, if he have, if he, if I run into him or if he slides in the DM or, Texts me because I never blocked his number and he still got my number and we, we were friends then and now we're, you know, it's just, it's going to happen when it's supposed to happen. So I've been focusing on other stuff, but I'm, I feel as though I'm ready. Like I'm not going to turn someone down now because I'm still trying to get over a broken engagement. Yeah. Which is a lot. It's hard. I can only imagine. Right. So you going to answer your own question? Who? Me? What was the question again? <laughs> it was about um, how are you gonna find some? How are you gonna find somebody, and how are you gonna date during COVID? I don't know because for me, um, 
one, I work from home. I think when you work from home, it's a little harder. Um, I don't, I do Instacart, so I don't go to the grocery store. Um, maybe when I go out to a restaurant or something, I don't know. I have no, I have no idea. Maybe stop Instacarting and go to the mailbox every day. <laughs> the mailbox is downstairs. There can be somebody in your building. Never know. You never know. That's what never I'm saying. Know. You never really know. So <laughs> I don't know. You know, it, the the thing about the mask is like uh it's hard to tell. So like mm-hmm. with with women, sometimes you know, they got all this you got all this cover. So like sometimes you can look in the eyes and you be like, dang, she like she probably cute, but you never really know. You never know for sure until Same they guys. <laughs> What's up? It's same with the guys. Like we, oh yeah, I bet. I bet. We can see just your eyes. We can kind of see how your chest is, but we don't really know. You can be all jacked up never, with the nose. Exactly. You never know. N- nose might, you know, teeth might be jacked up. You don't know, right? right? <laughs> don't know. Yeah, I so, think dating is right. going to look very, very different. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, it's still doable with anything else, right? Mm-hmm. Got to find a way. Yeah. 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 Find a way. Work it out, try some different things, but you definitely are I definitely to- know to the apps because I try apps and apps just for me don't work. Right. Mm. I was gonna say you definitely need to get out in some way. Or even if it's not like using an app, like a dating app, you can still I've still I've seen stuff on Instagram where like, yeah, he slid in my DMs because I commented on X or Y or something like that. And he saw my pictures and then we started talking and then we met in person. So it doesn't have to be a specific dating app. It can be. Mm. Oh my like, God. We talk about this all the time. Nobody slides in my DMs. But you can mm. do that. Yeah. I tell you, I tell you a trick on, <laughs> on Instagram. You mm. gotta, you gotta, when you looking at the stories, right. You gotta comment on the story. Like when they post something, you know, with the, I don't know, like, the fire emoji or something like that. I don't know. It might start a conversation. Right. But guys don't look at that weird be like, oh, she trying to talk to me. No, no, I think girls, I think girls look at it that way. I never so like if uh if a girl like puts a fire emoji or whatever, a laughing emoji or whatever on, on one of my stories, I never like I never look at it that way. I'm like, okay, I, she just, just started like the post. Right. Yeah, she's like the post. So like I'm never looking at like oh she trying to talk to me nah I don't, I don't look at it that way I feel like girls probably some girls probably look at it that way like if I hit you hit your post with the fire emoji or something or I hit you you know I laugh at it I feel like girls might look at it mm-hmm. like oh you trying to talk you know mm-hmm. yeah, majority majority of women look at that like that he was in my D, he was in my DMs <laughs> like, trying to so holler let's just, let's just put it on out there like as soon as you say or do anything um he's in my DMs like just. Mm-hmm. You know, a quick hello. I was just saying, hey, and I really like your outfit. Like, honestly, like that was it. <laughs> let's he, let's I mean, talk. A, let's talk about the DMs. So, mm-hmm. if a guy, if a guy hits you in their DM, what what is it that'll make you respond? Are you looking for a certain comment? You know, from a guy, does they do they have to approach it a certain way, or is it just you look at it and if you it's a person that you think you might like, do you respond to it? How does that work? I think that they're just nice, and if I look at it and I'm like, oh, sometimes I just respond in general. So I think if they're just if I'm not rude like that, so if they're nice, I'm going to mm. respond regardless. 
Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. Like I don't get a whole lot of random um, DMs. My page is private. So you have to, it goes into that little thing. Like you can click to look at it or not. Um, But if you just hit me with the, Hey, beautiful. No. Um, I've started friendships with people where I've commented on something that they said and then he came back and tried to follow me. I was like, okay, cool. What he said made sense. So it looked like he got some sense. So mm. we started following each other. And then he just randomly started to talk more about what I said or what we both agreed to. And that's just how the, the friendship started. Um, mm. Just talking about having a mutual friend and commenting on their post. So just don't hit me with the, hey, beautiful, you look great. And then I see you from Nigeria. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> reject like i'm not taking that but if you come with substance Mm -hmm. something and not just a good morning beautiful then you can't be a sugar daddy oh those sugar daddy ones that's why i'm so glad my page is private because they come all the time like two thousand dollars a week five thousand no what (laughs) and then i tried to repost it and then instagram came at me talking about Mm. i had to pull down your story how you gonna pull down my story he sent it to me anywho wow <laughs> but yeah, so That's... don't just come with the boring hey or how was your evening? Because yeah. anyone can ask that. Make it an open-ended question, but something yeah. that yeah, really, questions are better. Yeah, would really They're need better. a response. Like, how's your evening is open-ended, but it's like, come on now. Good. You know, you want something that she's gonna want to talk about? Mm-hmm. Look at her page and see what she's got going on. Let's talk about that. Cause we want you to talk, we want to talk about what we like. So she's already showing you what she likes yeah so like you right. said hit it's that free story game for the fellas right here yeah, yeah. i was gonna say free game free game yes okay. <laughs> free game for the fellas okay but don't be fake with it don't be like well look she just posted the flowers so hey girl i, I like flowers too you like flowers mm. oh, no like come on now be yeah be a little extra like into the conversation okay and then what if what if um I don't know. Sometimes I like to give guys a hard time just to see, <laughs> just to see how they'll respond. But mm. it's just me. Give us an like, example. What you mean? Yeah, I'm about to say. What do you say to give them a hard time? Depends on what they. Somebody has have to give me like a, like something a guy would say. Hey girl, what's up? Yeah. How you doing? You're pretty. Oh, I'll probably be like, am I? Or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, interesting. I learned I learned like in my twenties to 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 uh leave the the hey beautifuls or good morning beautiful or whatever. You leave that's kind of whack, yeah. Because it's the, the it's thing corny, is corny. you're saying it to me. I know you're probably saying it to somebody mm-hmm. else. That's the thought probably. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So try not to make it yeah. as generic. Yeah. But then you know, I know the you same still other people, it's fine. Yeah. But then at the same time, um, you appreciate that later. You know, the the hey beautiful or the good good morning beautiful. Like yeah. it's appreciated. I know you just you make it. It. I'm about to say when and I they, know I'm the only one. Yeah, that's all I'm about to say. They <laughs> like women women only care, women only want you to call them beautiful if they know that you the only they the only one that you're talking to. Like if it's Early on in relationship, 
I feel like they don't really want to hear that. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, we're not oh. dumb. And we know that you guys can set up a whole bunch of uh, text messages at night. Put that little timer on. says, hey, beautiful. Send it to 10 different mm-hmm. people. Schedule those at night. That don't mean unless you put yeah. like, yeah, we know we are not the only one in the beginning. So don't send us that. We know what we look like. Okay. Exactly. Maybe like, exactly. hey, beautiful. I'm outside with breakfast. Okay. <laughs> or that, uh, or that, or that. What you doing? Text during during work hours. I don't have my phone during work hours, so that, that don't matter to me. That that the WYD text. <laughs> wow. What you doing? I'm working. What you right. mean? What I'm doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. any yeah. other DM questions? Okay. Did that help you out? Nah. That it, help it, help the listeners out. Yeah, I think they have the listeners. I ain't sliding no DMs. So why not? Because <laughs> I I'm in a relationship, so oh, uh, I'm 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 uh, laying low right now. Yeah, but I, I've never been. A, I never been. I, honestly, though, I never been a big uh, sliding a DMs person anyway. So I just feel like it's uh, like I, like I said earlier. I think that a lot of women look at it. They have like a negative perception of it so unless i got something of substance to comment on right. i'm not gonna just like hit your dm and be like hey how you doing you know now if you post something and i got something of substance to add to that to say or if i like it or whatever then i'll i'll write something then uh or i'll comment on it and then if you come back and say something then maybe we'll start a conversation and that's how i'll roll with it so i've, I've never i never been the type to hop in the dms though so mm-hmm. the like I told you, I learned the hey beautifuls, that stuff. That's that's kind of whack anyway. So I feel like it's tough for women too. Like we can't, there's a lot of I mean, I probably wouldn't even if I could go and slide in somebody DMs and be like, hey, like what do you say to a guy? Hey. Not the same hey, thing. Hey, that's a that's a good point though. Um, I'm actually glad you brought that up because so I follow um and I'm not going to say any name. I don't know. You know, they might not care, but I'm not going to say your name. But, you know, and y'all might follow them, too. But anyway, they have their whole story of how they met and now they're engaged. But she jumped in his DM like, you know, she shot her shot. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, they've been dating for, you know, exactly Steph Curry on them. And uh, <laughs> but either way, she shot her shot. And um, I can't remember correctly, but it was something like, you know, hey, how are you? Listen, I saw a couple of your pictures. You're handsome. And literally the combo just picked up from there. So it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know, um, to your to your point, Ebony, do you think that, you know, it's, it's you know, better if maybe more women? Because I'm not going to lie, you know, from, from men, and I can speak on it, like, you know, long time ago, long, long, long time ago. But jumping or trying to initiate conversation, uh, it it is it, it's um because we we ain't gonna talk about it even if we're really confident we we're still like we might get rejected so it's, it's kind of tough so we're you know we still mm-hmm. kind of shy but you know it is more so for men to pursue and have that chase versus versus women but this is the new day and age so you do you think maybe more women should be you know like just jumping in like hey hey what's you know what's going on and just being real like not not even saying just just like you said hey or you know, it could be, you know, something. I, I think that if I can jump in there, I think for a woman, so guy, I feel like guys, unless he's like a celebrity or something, 
guys, we're not getting DMs like that. So if you just hit a hit a dude, you know, we don't have girls like, oh my God, you're so handsome, you know, in our DMs. So if you hit them and be like, hey, what's up? I think you'll get a conversation out of that. Like, dude, be like, oh, yeah. That's all it takes. My phone dry, my phone dry as hell. So I'm gonna hit you <laughs> back anyway. You know what I mean? No, nah, real <laughs> talk. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like real talk. It's gonna be like, oh, what's up? And then you know, then you just say something else. And I think you could really start a conversation that way. Cause guys, like I said, we're not, it's not like girls are approaching us all the time. So I'm like women, y'all got dudes always approaching you, you know, at the gas station trying to pump your gas and dudes talking to you and stuff like that. So it kind of gets like overwhelming or like just, you kind of get over it cause it's always somebody in your face, but dudes, it's not like that with us. So I think when a girl approaches, we usually a little bit more surprised by it. It's kind of like, oh, okay. That's more free game. Like, what's going on? Yeah. What's I don't know. On? Cause I feel like it's um sets the tone for the relationship. So if I have to initiate this, what else do I have to initiate? You know, like I don't know if guys always see that as like a win, like, oh, she approached me. Now, now I got to hear the story on holidays when you tell like how we met on Christmas. <laughs> oh yeah. Man. yeah, I mean that's a good point, but I don't know. I don't think, you know, if like if you have a conversation with him and just let him know, like, you know, uh, we don't have to talk about this uh, every time. But uh, I think to your point, um, a guy should expect to kind of take the lead, you know, afterwards. And like, you know, I, I would hope he wouldn't expect you to be getting down on one knee after you guys been dating for, for a few months. And he's like, oh, well, you know, she she's wanting to hit me up first. Yeah, exactly. She yeah. Nah. yeah. So, she, you nah, know, so she, she, but <laughs> I, hey, you know what? I, I'm just, could, I'm just saying. I think you just fill it, it out. It happens. I think you just yeah. fill it out. You know, you fill it right. out. You can, you can initiate it. And then, you know, as a, as y'all start to chat and talk, I think you can, you can fill out if he's starting to take more initiative or if he's waiting on you to, to do it. You know, I think like, after you, like, if y'all start talking in the DMs and then you exchange numbers, um, you know, one way to gauge it just to kind of see where he's at is, like, y'all exchange numbers and you just wait for him to hit you up. Cause and then to, you're going to see his initiative, right? You're going to see, all right, boom, he hit you up today. Then tomorrow you, you'll be able to see if he's consistent mm-hmm. and if he's taking the charge, you'll know. Yeah, to your point, Cam, I just um, – I think it goes back to men. And we um, – we don't get the same experiences of, you know, uh, women coming at us or what have you. Like we can't speak for all men, but we do know that, you know, we're not going to have more women approaching us. Like women have men approaching them all the time, like consistently on a, you know, consistent basis, like trying to get at you or trying to holler, trying to get in your DMS or trying to holler at the gas station or something like that. It's different for men. So, Mm -hmm. you know, for a woman who might feel like I'm not about to like approach this man, it's gonna make me look desperate. I don't think it's like that or something because um, men aren't approached as much and it's definitely probably more genuine and more, I mean, nine times out of 10, a woman that is going to approach a man is going to approach them with substance and they ain't going to be on no bullshit versus, excuse me, it's not going to be, you know, no BS <laughs> versus, you know, no yeah. really versus a man who, you know, who's just doing this over and over again to several different women, you know, yeah. <laughs> all the time. You know what I mean? So. I will say, I thought that women because of this whole movement now, like that they're being more forward and mm-hmm. actually doing more of the initiating of these conversations and DMs. But 
I could be wrong, but I thought they was out there shooting their shots. Yeah. More I mean, than what I've we seen, they used to. Yeah, I, I think I think that's probably true to an extent. I mean, I've seen some women, you know, I've dated some women in the past who were a little bit more for, you know, like or initiated conversations with me. So I can see that being true. So in order to slide in, this is uh for the women who plan on DMing guys, um, what should they say? Should they go on his profile and like find something, you know, like Sierra said that they enjoy and mm-hmm. comment on it or just wait until a story pops up and then just kind of like send an emoji and then wait like Listen. two weeks and then like. <laughs> Listen, dudes, dudes are like. Simple. Very simple. <laughs> Very simple. So I was like, you ain't got to think about it too much. You could just honestly. be like, hey, honestly, honestly. Hey, Ebony, I promise you, if you hit a dude, hit a dude right now, you could test this. I promise you, hit a dude right now and be like, what's right up? Right now. Be like, hey, hit on, just say, what's up? Question mark. <laughs> no, no, no. You can't, back. no, don't do that, Ebony. Because guys will look at that, what's up, as in, what's up? So, okay, I'm not uh, okay, don't, say right, don't say what's up. Oh, and so, I wouldn't look so, at it like that, but I, but I get what you're saying. Some guys so, can't. so, um, my advice would be to, um, wait on a story, something that you, you know, like where you can spark conversation that you're interested in, where you, both of you guys are interested in. Obviously, if they posted it, they're interested in it because they posted right. it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're interest, interest, interested in, in it <laughs> in some way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. So right. it can spark a conversation or, you know, because I'm sure, you know, there, there's been times where, you know, uh, a single individual will, you know, um, you know, see a profile and like, oh, she, oh, she's beautiful. Or, you know, mm-hmm. um, a woman would be like, oh, man, you know, he's fine or whatever. Go and like a couple pics. They go like a couple pics back. Something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you can go and like something that you're like, oh, that's dope. When did you do this? And how did you like it? I literally think that's genuine. It ain't no, no, that's, that's good advice. You know, it ain't no, no flaw stuff. Like, you know, they were, you know, out in this particular location or something. And you're like, I've always wanted to go there. What did you think about it? And like, literally it's, it's, you know, I think like that's the best advice. And then men will be like, you know, Oh snap. You know, especially like I said, if, you know, mm-hmm. she look, you know, he looks at the, you know, um, who, it, who it is. And he's like, mm-hmm. Oh man, you know, she looks good. I'm, yeah. you know, I can't wait because they're going to be surprised. I don't care who, if they say they're not, they're lying. Um, they're going to be surprised. They're going to be like, oh, oh, snap. Let me be fumbling with their phone, you know, ready for the conversation <laughs> because men don't get hit up like that. So I think so that's- I was going mean, to try to do it just for uh, podcast purposes, but I don't really know anybody that I would be willing to slide. I don't know anybody on Instagram that I'm like, well, let me slide in their DMs. So I can't do that. But- mm. um, I had a question. Darn it. I forgot it. It was. Okay. Somebody else talk. I'll I'll remember in a few seconds. It was a good question. Was it along the same lines as being in the DMs or. Mm -hmm. It was. And. It's about approach. Oh, what if, what if you feel like you're not his type? What advice for those girls or women who are trying to slide into this guy's DM, but maybe they feel like, oh, well, you know, I don't look like his type. I think, I think there's misconceptions around a type. Like, I don't know. It's like, I think 
people people are creatures of habits and they a lot of times you they might look like they talk to the same people a lot Mm -hmm. but i think most people are more open to different types than you probably think so i was gonna say like if he want he looks like he only dates white girls and you're clearly yeah. not white, so yeah. should you? That, that, that might be a little. That might be a little bit different, but um, I think that. I mean, there might be some some black guys who are really just like not they like white girls, but um, you know, I think I guess I was thinking more along the lines of you know, you're more brown skin, right? So if you see a guy, that all all the girls you knows all the girls he dated have been light skin. You know, mm-hmm. That might not really be an issue. Like, it might, it might just be a coincidence. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, my only shoot thing your is, shot and find out. I was about to say, <laughs> shoot it. Same. Just you know, try not to, you know, have uh, predetermined, you know, what you know, what they may like or what they might not like. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally had someone tell me, um, based on looking at me and the fact that I had a suit on, y'all. It was just like it was a random person. I never met them before in my life, and um, they were like, yeah. Looks like your your wife is white. First of all, I was like offended just because you don't know me. Even if she was white, wow. it does. You know, it was just it was just weird. You know, um, so just like, uh, you know, I think it's you know important to try not to you know predetermine anything like that and just just go for it. You know, you know, you never know what's gonna happen. Just go for it. Okay. Um guess one more question I had is so I don't know why this question popped up in my head but would you ever like hook up one of your friends with a friend because mm-hmm. I think I I personally would if I knew I don't know if their characters match because you know some of your mm. friends that you're kind of like mm. yeah that yeah for me that's what it would be it would be they, their characters would have to match because like you know Ebony, I, I wouldn't hook you up with my friend if I know a friend that I know is like a dirtbag. I wouldn't, you know, if I know that he's like not very serious about relationships and he's just like like to mess around with girls and that type of thing, I wouldn't hook you up with him because I would say y'all characters are different. You know, y'all not looking for the same thing. And I wouldn't, you know, if I'm if I'm the mutual friend, I definitely don't want to be the person to like. Coming you know, back pitch. to you and be like, hey. yeah, I don't want to come yeah, back to me exactly. exactly. You know, exactly. So, yeah. Right. yeah, I I would be for me. I'm very careful careful in that aspect. If I'm gonna hook two people up, if I'm gonna like try to connect them, I'm gonna make sure that I know at least I feel like their characters match and they're kind of on the same page with that stuff. Yeah, it's it's hard for me. I've never um, played matchmaker for that one reason um, because yeah. I don't want it to come. I don't want to come back on me. Not that I, I couldn't, but you just never know how things are going to are going to work out um, because it's hard too. if, you know, like uh, your homeboy, your homegirl, like, dang, girl, like, you know, he look good or dang, yo, yo, she fine. Like, put me on, you mm-hmm. know, if they ask in that particular scenario, then, you know, I might try to explain, hey, your character matches or this, you know, because you don't want to throw salt on mm-hmm. on on something. So basically, you just want to say, you know, character yeah, it just might not match well. Me knowing you this per- this way versus me knowing this person this way, you know, um, that's, that's kind of a stickier situation, especially if they ask. But for me, I, I've yeah. never tried to play matchmaker and, and that's that's the reason why, so. I was just curious, because I feel like women do it more. Like, 
That's one thing I will not do at all. Um, yeah. I've had people ask me in high school. I still remember who he was and who he wanted to talk to. But <laughs> I, I feel as though even if I think they may be a good match, I'm not going to set them up. What I will do, however, is I'll say, hey, I'm going to be X, Y, and Z location. Mm. She will be with me. Yeah, Boom. Yeah. Do what you got to do. That's or I'm having a house party. Yeah. She will be there. Yeah. You can come. If you need me to make that introduction as, oh, these are all my friends. Hey, Ebony, mm-hmm. this is blah, blah, and blah. I will do that. And that is it. Because you're not going to come. Him, her. Nobody is coming to me. <laughs> Later yeah. on, like, Sierra, you knew this. You knew that. Because even though they're, they're your friends, you only know them on a certain level. You may not know how they are in a relationship because you were never in a relationship with them. So yeah. I've had guys get mad at me, literally, like, oh, she's so fine. Why you won't do this? High school. Because y'all ain't going to yell at me later on when this goes down, when right. it blows up. <laughs> right. Okay? Yeah. So mine's Keep always to know. Keep it neutral. Mm-hmm. Always to yeah. know. Now, if they start nah. dating, that's going to be real weird. If any of my friends did, it's like, okay, so don't come to me if something happens because right. I'm friends with the other. So they put you, even then, even if you don't start it off, you're still going to be in the middle. So maybe I could have helped, but no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not nah, helping nobody. I think that's a good point, though. That's probably the best way to do it, the way that you described it, because I don't know if y'all have ever been like, or somebody's tried to like connect you or hook you up with somebody before. It's very awkward. It's very <laughs> awkward. So I like, I remember, uh, so I remember, this is probably even more awkward because I remember one time my uh, my aunt tried to hook me up with this girl, right? and she was like oh yeah you know I think y'all would be such a wonderful couple you know you're so you're handsome and she's so very pretty and she's got this going on and y'all you know y'all uh, have a lot in common and uh, she sent me like she talked to both of us and you know we were like all right whatever so um, you know she sent me she's like follow her on uh, be friends with her on Facebook or right? so I looked on her Facebook and we was friends and girl was really beautiful she very beautiful so and, that's the uh, part right yeah no so I'm looking I look down I'm like oh okay yeah she she is really pretty you know so she's really pretty um she you know finished just finished college you know had some her career stuff going on you know great you know but somebody that I'll probably actually talk to but just the connection from me like hitting her up like being like oh hey how's it going you know um cam you know my, my it's just awkward you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. and you can't really recover from it you can't really recover from it so it's like how do you approach my aunt that and then my aunt, my, my aunt trying to hook us up you know, like you know so i don't know we we kind of like text and then it just fell off i don't know we text for like a few days and then it just kind of fell off so i don't know it's just weird you can it's never weird. yeah it's it's just always kind of awkward now what you have met that way so i don't know mm. yeah that's weird better to, better to run into them running to them at the house party or something right i yeah. almost set you up ebony i will say that though but <laughs> one guy he saw my story my pictures he's like oh she's pretty i was like oh, okay well i'm not hooking you up but i'm having a game night you can come he ain't come that's on him okay. he messed up that's on him like <laughs> But she I feel see like, she's know, in the picture. She'll be there. That keeps you neutral. Um, mm-hmm. For anyone yeah. out there listening, right. that's literally the best way to do it. Um, it keeps you neutral. Um, it, you know, if things don't work out, unfortunately, there's no blood on your hands because you just kind of set up the atmosphere, right? You know, you're here. 
this other person here and like you know keeps you keeps you neutral so yeah. See, I'm totally different I'll be like oh hey oh you want to talk to my friend hold on for a second hold on three-way y'all remember that though the, the three-way three back in the day oh, oh man yeah. mm-hmm. good yeah. times right yeah the 90s I never, in the 2000s yeah I never I don't know it's never been successful with the put me on your girl thing or you know somebody like <laughs> you know the homie's like oh yeah put me on her I don't know. It just never worked out. I've never seen it. I don't think I've ever seen it be successful. So yeah, stop asking. <laughs> yeah, stop asking, guys. Stop asking. Don't no worry. You just gotta you gotta put yourself in the right place at the right time, and then just make the connection yourself. Mm-hmm. But then there's people that say like you know, meeting a friend of a friend is the best way to meet someone too. So yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I think that is the best way versus just a complete stranger. So if you were, if he would have come to the party, he would have mm-hmm. met you. And then y'all two could have decided if y'all wanted to do something. But the thing is, at your party, um, I just assume, I, I don't know why I just, I do this, but I just assume everybody's married until I know they're not. <laughs> oh. oh, well, let's see. There was, I don't think, <clears throat> no, there was in, two engaged couples. One married girl, her husband wasn't here. But everybody else, mm-hmm. all the guys that were here were single except for the two that were engaged. And they were sitting on the stairs, so they were with their women. Everybody else was single. I'm single, so yeah. I got single people around me. I got married men. What am I gonna do with that? <laughs> Listen, house parties, like little kickbacks or whatever, that's that's the best place, I think, to meet somebody because I'm the type of person like I've never been an aggressive guy like just see a, a random girl on the street and go talk to her. I never mm-hmm. do that. But I've been highly successful in like <laughs> in, in like the, the house party, you know, kickback. The the success rate is high at the house yeah. party. You know what I mean? Because you it's an intimate environment. So it's like if you if you can just get you know, sit, go over to her, buy her, sit, buy her, whatever, like just start a conversation. If you can just initiate that conversation and it flows, I mean, y'all hit it off, you in there, you know? So I think that's like the best, the best way to meet somebody, honestly. So everyone's guards are kind of down a little bit. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. you're in a comfortable place and you yep. know that your friend's not going to have like a crazo. Mm, at, I hope not at the yeah because <laughs> sometimes right. friends bring friends but for the most part you think everyone's kind of on the same level and you mm. can let it happen yeah next time you go to a game night just bring her a, a plate of chicken or hey you want to be my spades partner and just make yeah. it that's some mm. good connections right there or you play jenga nice. and then you like yep. let them win as in you let her win or ebony he lets you win because we want to win all the time i'll win anyway yeah, but you see how that right there, like that'll start like the conversation, like that little trash talking. Yeah. I'm gonna have a game night again. It might have to be outside in the backyard. Um, <laughs> it's cold here. COVID. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. COVID. Then, because Co- of COVID, even when it's over, like we not, I'm not bringing people in right away. So, yeah, I got space in the back. We go have another game night, and you can bring your meatballs. Oh, child. Let me don't tell anybody about those meatballs. They was good. I don't care what you say. But they it was, was like good. the first time I made there's some vegetarian meatballs that I made for the first time. They mm. weren't horrible. are you are you vegetarian? Yes, pretty much. Sometimes I'm okay. pescatarian, but for the most part, I'm vegetarian. Okay. It's been like five years. Six, five, six years. Dang. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. Man. So 
usually uh, for us on City of Savage, once we get towards the end of the podcast, we like to ask like more fun questions. Okay. So I know we've been we've been in it in it kind of heavy with their relationships mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Uh, DMs were a little bit light, um, but I got a I got a more light question for y'all, and mm-hmm. um, it's kind of funny, but I've noticed, and I just want to know like what's why is this dynamic this way i've noticed like with when you in restaurants or like when it comes to food women are very particular about how their food is like made prepared and all that right so dudes will be like yo i'm gonna order this food and however come on the menu like bro let me get the steak however the steak cook just give it make it medium and the dude's gonna eat it, it could be something wrong something a little bit off dude's gonna be like all right whatever i'm just gonna eat it women it could be like yo my steak not steaming the right way send it back <laughs> <laughs> like bro i didn't why is it in this cup last time i was here my drink didn't come in this kind of cup waiter send it back the cup is important though the glass that's in it is important but, the taste is different but why is the dynamic that way right so like like i've been it's so funny like you know uh and my current relationship and i've been in like I've been on dates with women in the past where like, if my food is wrong, I ain't even got to say nothing to a woman. It's just like, yo, hey, waiter, his food, his food is wrong. We'll send it back. We got to fake this back. Yeah. Why, why is the dynamic that way? Well, Sierra's been, we've been out to restaurants with each other. So, cause I pay my money. I don't like my stuff in a particular manner. Like Mm -hmm. if I pay my money and it says on the menu, a certain thing, and when you're taking notes and I say, okay, I don't want tomatoes and I don't want this type of cheese. I want this type of cheese. And you bring it back and it's not that. Mm-hmm. We're just going to have to send it back. Our heart was set on something specific. Yeah. And if we don't get it and we're paying for it, we want it. So yeah. you're going to want I- a tip. <laughs> yeah. I usually don't send anything back, but if it's not right, and like, say you added cheese and I'm not eating cheese. Like, I'm definitely not going to just pull it off. Like, if it's melted yeah. in, you got to send it back. And if his food oh, is yeah. wrong, because the thing is, a lot of times we might want to take a little bite of his food. If his food's <laughs> wrong, now I can't eat it. Ten times out of ten, you want to take a bite of his food. Always. You're, oh, you're yeah. going st- oh, to right. fry. For sure. Tastes better. I told yeah, my friend the other day, I was like, it just tastes better when you bring it. I said, like, we, we're going to have something for dessert. He's like, why don't Matter you just fact, throw the even better? What, what tastes even better if you don't touch your food and let me taste it before you even have it? <laughs> oh man, dang, that's savage. Hey, <laughs> women be like, yo, I don't want the fries. I just want the sandwich. Then you come home with your fries and they eat your fries. Like, bro, I could have just got you a thing of fries, you know? <laughs> it's it, it's not the same, bro. It, not, it really isn't. The same. Like, the fries is different. They're different because like they're her, her 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 side of fries don't hit the same as your side of fries. Like it's just That's, it's it real. don't go down like that. Like dang, yours yours more salty, yours more crispy. Like what they do to yours? There's more in your like, container than mine. Like matter of fact, what yeah. was her name? What was her name that gave you your fries? What was her she name? Knew I, get that that was yours. All, I get exactly. I get that all the time. Like <laughs> what was her name? I'm like hilarious. That just shows us how much we love y'all. We love your stuff better than our own. Thanks. Facts. <laughs> that's so funny like i don't know it's uh like if i order something and it's and it's very wrong 
then of course I'll send it back. But like some little stuff, I'll just be like, all right, whatever. Cause I just, I don't know. I guess I just don't really want to deal with, with now I got to send it back. Now I got to wait on it again. Now, you know what I'm saying? So I just be like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm bad about, I don't always like when I get my food to go, I don't always check it. But I know it's like oh women be God. like all in the bag, like pull everything. <laughs> Let me make out, sure it's open, in the, all right. open up every container. No. Be like, like open up the small container of the sauce, make sure the sauce right. You should, because <laughs> like, hey, I get home yeah. and I my meal is wrong, it's, it has chicken on it, or it has something that I don't eat, then I have to yeah. go all the way back and take yeah. it back. And it sucks. So <laughs> yeah, I was I mean, I was gonna touch on that like the um because um, my wife is um, vegan and she's been that way for a couple of years now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not, not even a little bit. Vegan is even um, harder. Yeah. yeah and uh, yeah, um, not even a little bit. And it's like, it's like, um, uh, I know I have to check the bag now, um, especially for her, <laughs> like just because I, I'm like Cam, I really don't care. Like, I'm the least, you know, piggiest person, but I know when it comes to her, it's a health thing, like literally like something mm-hmm. that maybe her body just can't deal with. And I'm like, you know, you could literally hurt her by getting the order wrong. So, you know, it's just like, and then we're paying the money too. Just like to your point, I know you want to tip. It's that this pandemic mm-hmm. hasn't been nice to nobody. I know you want to tip, like just get the order right. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely try to check the bag more, but I'm, I'm the same way. If we had a restaurant and it's, it's just kind of warm, I'm just sitting there, I'm eating it. She's like, it's not right. No, give it back. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> when you're a vegan uh, and vegetarian, you actually are hungrier a lot of the times because the food is not, um, doesn't last as long because you're not eating a lot of like bread and pasta and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, right. Maybe it's like hungry. Uh, they'll give you the right food because you're hungry. Right. True, true. Yeah. But do you have any other another lighthearted question that was a burning question that you was thinking about asking us? Um, now one question we always like to ask is, uh, what what was the last song you you listened to? I think it tells you a lot about a person. Ebony, you want to start? Well, here's what comes to your head. No, but I was listening to an album this morning before. <clears throat> And it was um, Tamar Braxton's album. So I don't think that means anything. I was just listening to her album. I mean, you like R&B? Yeah, I do love R&B, especially 90s. So, Speaking of which, I drove up to Ricerstown today. So I was in my car for a long time, got lost, was all the way in the middle of Baltimore. (laughs) Even during the daylight, I was like, Lord, I'm hurry up and get up out of here. (laughs) But um, had the totally wrong address. But I always listen to Sirius XM um, 47 Fly. And the last okay. song that was coming, I'm trying to remember what it was when I was coming into my, my driveway was Escape. Escape, right? Who Can I Run To? Who can mm. I, Is that oh, Escape? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get I Escape so. and SWV mixed up sometimes. I'm sorry, ladies. I, <laughs> but I think, no, I, think I think that's Escape. Yeah, I, escape, I was listening yeah. to that. But then earlier it was Motown Philly. That song, when you when it pop on, you oh, be like, yeah. oh, Motown Philly. Boys to Men. Boys to Men, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I love those songs back in the day. And I like, when I'm in my car, I be getting it dancing, like full out dancing where I'm kind of embarrassed. I'd be embarrassed. Like, I don't want anyone to drive next to me. 
So the last song I did listen to was Escape, but earlier it was all that 90s and jamming and stuff. So Okay. Perfect for a Saturday. Yeah, it is perfect for a Saturday. I might have to put it on. I might have to put on Boys to Me when I get off here. Now it's in my head. Okay, great. <laughs> last song. Um, the last song I listened to, I was also listening to Sirius XM in a car. And uh, what channel you listen I to? I was listening to. So there's three channels I primarily listen to, and there's uh, I listen to the Heat. It's Forty six. That's what. Hip, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hip hop. Uh, what is? Yeah, 45. And then I listen to the Pandora channel. Those are like my three go-to. What's the Pandora channel? It's like channel three. It's either two or three. Hmm. Yeah, to look that. it up. But it, it's, um, it's a mixture of, of hip-hop and pop music. So it current? gives you like all the all the hits. Yeah, it's current. Okay. So like every anything that's like trending on Pandora, that's like oh. people playing a lot on Pandora, they play it on that channel. But yeah, that's a good one too. Uh, but I was listening to the hip hop channel, and the last song that came on was uh, Polo G. I don't even know the, the name of the song, but it's like one of those TikTok songs. It was like a, a challenge a while ago, one of those cha- TikTok challenges. Uh, I can't remember the name of the song. How does it but, go? Uh, I don't know. It goes like all the all the hip hop songs now. I don't know. It's just noise. <laughs> just noise. <laughs> There's no ways. Oh, I have to find it. I, I'll uh, hold on. I, I could probably look it up on my phone though. I'll tell you. I go ahead, Greg. I'm, I'm gonna find it. That's all I know. Oh, um, while he's doing that, so um, I had to run a couple errands this morning. I did not have my kids with me, um, so I was playing my um, my workout playlist, which has all of the explicit language on it, mm-hmm. and I love I love listening to my workout playlist when I'm by myself because. It is the music I can't listen to when the kids are in the vehicle. Um, mm-hmm. I know some parents and some, you know, some people raise their kids differently. I don't raise my kids listening to anything explicit. They have their own playlist with nothing explicit. So when I'm by myself being mm-hmm. a parent or excuse me, being grown, I'm listening to something to something that's going, you know, get me, you know, get me started. Get a little so, ratchet. You know, get a little ratchet, being <laughs> be real. So um, I was listening to, uh, I actually went to recently most played or, um, yeah, recently played and the last one was I'm a Hustler remix. Um Cassidy oh, and Mary and Mary J. Blige. Oh, Come on, Cassidy. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it, I don't know. I, I have a lot of like like hustle, like you know, motivation motivational music, mm-hmm. obviously for my workout playlist, you know what I'm saying? Right. So um, but yeah, Mary, Mary J. Blige and uh, Cassidy killed that one. So that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Mary yeah, J yeah. is like <clears throat> her body. When you talk about workout and Mary J and she what was she, her 50th, 60th? She's 50 and she looks so good. That man. picture, I was like, dang, she was yeah, glowing. She really, I'm about to look this up. I ain't I ain't seen it. But look it up. Look I was up. telling a friend about that picture and they were like, you notice she don't show her feet, right? They but, <laughs> I did they not must, notice. And one of my friends was like, her feet is messed up. Like if she has all that money, then she should get her feet fixed. I'm like, but she looks, she was really pretty. <laughs> But just- uh, she is motivation. Okay. Mm, I found a song though. It's uh it's called Go Stupid. Go Stupid. Oh, I do, I do, I do. That that little renegade, that it's kind of like that. It's uh hold on. I'll play it. Can y'all hear that? Y'all hear that beat? There's like a big song on TikTok. 
she was doing like little challenges too and stuff. I don't know this one. Never heard it. Never heard, never heard that one. Never heard it. Okay. I don't have TikTok, and so it, I haven't heard that one. I've seen the busted challenge. Um, I've seen yeah, yeah. the the rush challenge. I the walk challenge. But I ain't seen that one. <laughs> I, I okay. saw I saw the busted challenge too. I saw that. I the busted challenge. <laughs> interesting. It's interesting. It is very interesting, and I can tell you who the winner is. Mulatto. <clears throat> Who's the winner? Mulatto. Oh, really? Mulatto. I got to look at her. I hadn't seen hers. What what do you think? Did you see uh Chloe Bailey? Oh, I thought she was gonna say Chloe. Chloe's nah, mulatto. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe looks beautiful in it, but for what they're trying, what I feel as though Megan Stallion's song is about, mm-hmm. mulatto. Even better than Megan. I didn't see Megan until after I'm, I saw mulatto. So I was like, oh, okay. that's what it's supposed to be. I'm gonna have to go look. I'm gonna go look up mulattoes. I don't think I've seen that one either. Oh, wait, no, that's the crybaby challenge. Sorry. Oh, mulatto is okay. crybaby. Oh, okay, okay. Bust yeah, a challenge. Yeah. No, Chloe's is just okay. It's okay, okay. She came late in the game. I feel like she it's She did come over. late in the game, though. I'll give you that. She came in late in the game, but she was lit, though. She was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm about to go look at this Crybaby Challenge. I don't think I've seen... I'm going to look up Mulatto Crybaby Challenge. Okay. That was... Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You would say I'm you would sure. say um Chloe won every I'm, sure, I'm sure it's some I would some say Chloe won personally. Hold some ratchetness. I like Chloe won a bust it. I I um out of the people I saw, I can't think of anybody. You else. gotta go to the hashtag and just look at a whole bunch. Some of the regular people are hilarious, not even just mm-hmm. the stars, like they're funny. And one of them, this girl was about to do it. I know we about to end, but she was about to do it and she looked like she was like in college, and then her mom slides in. <laughs> but what you think you was about to see busted? <laughs> I said that's about friend today. <laughs> Some of them were funny. One of, yeah, one of my one of my friends, she did one and uh she she just like about to about to drop down and then she like falls and then you can hear in the background her kids like mommy. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have knees for the busted. Yeah, exactly. Facts. But anyway, so yeah, this has been fun. Yeah, it's super been, fun. I'm sure this is like has, three hours of conversation. We had some good, yeah, we had some good conversation for sure. I think we had like two and a half right now. Right, right. Thanks. It's yeah. four o'clock. Well, um, we thank you guys for coming on here and having thank these you. conversations with us, and giving us the male perspective of things. Of course, of course. So hopefully thank our our perspective, you know, helped you guys and your listeners and whether we agreed or disagreed, it was something that the four of us we're able to discuss and um yeah we'll have to do this again absolutely yeah i think doing it again that'll, that'll for sure will be fun yeah i appreciate it but uh before we go mm-hmm. i gotta ask uh so i see in the background sierra you gotta be kind always so we always end our podcast by with our guests leaving gems so one gem so i would like to get something from the two of you so I know I'm springing this on you, but give us <laughs> something king. that, that, that uh, one thing that you kind of live with, you live by, um, that you can li- leave with the audience. Was it what would that one thing be? Do you want me to go first? Oh, go ahead, Ebony. Um, I think don't be afraid to to evolve and change. That would be something that I would probably leave people with. I think in life sometimes we get rigid or we think about oh I used to be like this in the past. But um, being able to say, well, this 
this is who I am in the present and this is who I want to be. Um, you can always change your present and like I said, evolve, grow, change, but it takes work. Right. Word. Love it. And I probably haven't been doing it a lot on this podcast, but um, I would say to always smile because even behind my mask, when I'm going into, when I'm walking into work that I don't like walking into, it don't matter. Like I just, I'm always smiling because I feel like it, it softens you as a person. Yeah. Um, and even if you're going through things, sometimes just smiling can just make that moment a little bit better. So always smile and see what it does for you. Mm. Simple as that. Yeah. Okay. Mine, uh, I'm gonna answer my question. Thank you. Okay, Carol, I didn't have to call you out. Look, look at this. Ebony said people evolve and grow. We evolve evolve and grow. We get better. Within this last two and a half hours, change is coming. Okay. Come on, evolution. It's coming. coming. No, my, so my gem would be, uh, be humble. And I don't, and I want to say that in a cliche way, but um, just, you know, from, from the standpoint of respect, I think people respect you more if they see that you're humble. Mm. So if you're, you know, as you do evolve and you get better and you roll up the corporate world or you roll up the ranks in the military or whatever you're doing or it's your entrepreneurship, um, if you can show that you're humble and I think people will respect you more. So, you know, one thing that I read recently was it's just like simple a leadership thing is taking out the trash, right? So if you are the CEO or uh, you're the leader and your employees or whoever you're working with you, they see you doing something as simple as taking out the trash, that creates a lot of respect for you from from their eyes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think just being humble. And then also, I think if you keep yourself humble, it, it keeps you grounded as well. So that would be my gym. Okay. So funny I was gonna be like be humble but speak up because I feel like I won't go on but sometimes in the black community we teach others ourselves to be humble and sometimes it's at our detriment but yes. the way you had it is great thank you yeah definitely speak up you know sometimes you can't be humble to certain people <laughs> but uh but yeah what about you Greg give us something um I know we we do this uh, every episode, man. So I'm like, what have I not said? Um, and I like that you said that, Ebony, man. Um, especially in the black community, like be humble but speak up, um, because a, a lot of us being humble isn't for ourselves; it's for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and you know, just um, I think that leads into what my gym is, and that's uh, living your truth, whatever that may be. Uh, be you. Man, there's so many people out here that's just afraid to just live in their truth, no matter what that is, no matter, you know, what what you do or, you know, what 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 your job is, your lifestyle or anything of that nature. Just be you, man. Living your truth. It's so freeing. And I mean, it, it allows you to li- like literally live. You know, a lot of us are alive, but are we really living? I, mm-hmm. I don't think so. Um, I feel like if you live in your truth and you are really genuinely who you are, then, you know, it, it allows you to be free and not necessarily feel like you're living in a box because you're not necessarily, you know, as I said, you know, living. So you're, you're breathing, but you're not really living. So, and, um, 
I think that's that's my gym. So, right, I like it. I like you wrapped it. it up perfectly with a bow. You did. Wow. And so I I just want to shout out to y'all, man, and thanks you know so much for you know doing this with us, man. I I've enjoyed it, man. I had too much fun, and um, I mean, just appreciate hearing you guys' perspective and experiences and thoughts and backgrounds, man. It's it's been dope for me, and we like to give everyone their flowers um, on on our show and. And we just want to give you ladies your flowers because you've been doing this for longer than we have. And so we just appreciate, you know, appreciate what you're doing. Keep pushing, keep doing that. Um, and, you know, know it's, it's tough some days and rough some days. I mean, we can just, you know, tell just starting out, you know, um, to, to have that commitment and consistency, um, you know, it gets tough sometimes. But we just, you know, mm-hmm. shout out to y'all and, and to your podcast, man. Keep doing it because, you know, as a listener, I appreciate it. And so thanks for having us as a guest. Thank you for being a guest. And thank you also for having us on your podcast. I know um, you guys are new at podcasting. And um, like you said, being consistent is very hard. But I I see you guys' posts. And I'm um, very pleased at what you guys are doing so far. And so um, especially as Black men, thank you guys. Because... you know this whole, this black community we need a voice and then black men need a voice as well and so you know just just keep it keep it up yeah i appreciate that definitely we're still new and still learning like i said not even a full year in but if you have questions you know how to get to us so absolutely our personal yeah. pages our Insta- our podcast page we're here for you we respond oh, yeah. we won't leave you on red <laughs> if you crawl in our diet, if you crawl in our DMs, we won't leave you on red. Okay. It won't. Yeah, it yeah. won't be. It won't be seen. It won't be seen. See, yeah, I that see, little scene. Right. Be like, yeah. <laughs> uh, now, Ebony, Ebony, I always replies to my DMs, so I appreciate you, Ebony. <laughs> no. <laughs> Y'all hear that, fellas? Ebony always replies to the DMs. That was a setup. That's not what she meant. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just playing. Don't listen to me. I'm just joking. Right. The no, but uh, but Ebony's been. DMs, I'm gonna send Cam a screenshot. I'm gonna say. I, I, yes, do that. Do that. Do that. <laughs> no, but uh, Ebony's been helpful. You know, I, I've been I've been making some posts and Greg like, yo, that that post is dope. And he's like, oh, hey, I'm, I said Canva because I asked Ebony like, how y'all making y'all's posts? And she's like, oh yeah, use Canva. So yeah, I appreciate it. So we already getting a little advice from y'all. Yeah. Facts. Uh, yes. And I will say working a nine to five and trying to keep up with like editing and doing like Instagram is the posting. It's, it's a lot it to is. try to keep up with, but you guys are doing a great job. So appreciate it. Appreciate it. Well, Hey, I, I don't know how y'all wrap, but I'm gonna let y'all wrap it up. And okay. we'll go for it. Well, now. we keep it real simple. We just thank the people. Thank you guys for listening. And we hope that you will be back with us soon. Well, wait, wait, wait. Where can, because we need to know where we can find oh, that. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, right. Y'all, yeah, yeah. Y'all can find me. Uh, my personal page is CamMays33. Uh, so that's my name. It's very simple. CamMays33. That's on Instagram and Twitter. And then uh, you can follow us at City of Savages Podcast. Uh, spelled all out. City of Savages Podcast on IG. And Greg? Yeah. Um, it's... Uh, my um tag is g-r-e-g-r in the middle w-i-l-s not the whole last name um and yeah just follow me that's my 
IG handle as well um, as well as Twitter, man. And I I had to uh, make a new Twitter, so I, y'all, y'all hit your boy up, man. I don't have no no followers right now as, as much as I, as much as I used to. No, really, because uh, I had to make a new one. But you know, um, same. Yeah, you man, y'all follow your boy um, on Twitter. Same. Oh, and let me Ebony, let me plug. You have a Twitter, right, Ebony? I do have a I do have a Twitter. It's from college. College, so. right? Yeah. It's at, yeah. I want to tell y'all my name. It's at Upgrading You. It's from college. So that's why. Oh, do you I, want to tell me? Uh, you said what? I said, nothing wrong with your, with your Twitter name. Um, I rock with it. But as always, you can find us at The Real Play Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. We are on Twitter, but don't ask me the Twitter handle. Um, <laughs> And um, you can find my page at Ebony D as in David Johnson and Sierra. I am Raven with two N's, Raven with love. All right. So thank you guys for joining us today. Talk yeah. to you. Bye. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate you guys listening. Peace. Later. Bye.